Alright, let's do this shit. Okay, so usually I do Facebook streaming, but today Facebook, fu- well, last night Facebook fucked me because I had I had all intentions of going live, but uh, today they decided that they wanted to uh, make me resubmit my photo and make sure that I'm me or some shit because there's some shady activity going on. I don't know. So we're not streaming live today, so this will just be an iTunes release, but that's okay. Who cares about Facebook Live anyways? That shit, who cares? Go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com to check out what she's going to be up to this summer and our Exodus tour, which will be going on all summer as I move to awful, awful Detroit Rock City because why not move to a uh, downtrodden city when you live in one of America's greatest cities? Why not just, just... move your entire life because that's fun all right this is getting sad all right so that's about it so like i said quick intro so let's bring up our guest hold on i don't know if i'm gonna get this one right so let me get this i can't remember the pads i'm a scat man okay that's not it hold on (laughs) fuck I am so disheveled from today. I've just been like going from one thing to the next, which it sounds like you guys have been doing the same fucking thing. So we're all in the same kind of disheveled, weird little mind space. So, and Gabe is so hungry that he had to order some pizza (laughs) to my house, which I was happy to give him a 50% off coupon. Dude, that's... Don't okay, mention the place. They haven't paid us for a shout out. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Fuck those guys. I'm a scat man. There it is. I'm a scat man. <laughs> I meant to do this. <laughs> That's okay. All right. We're off to a great start. Beautiful start. <sighs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank and you for having us. I know you're, uh, Jack, you're in L.A. Were you also in L.A.? 
Um, no, not this week, no. No, not last this week. Last week I was. Last week. He's just been killing it in the studio all yeah. the time, working on the album we got coming out. Well, let's uh, talk about the album. Like, I didn't even know you guys did music. Oh, or, yeah. Well, and I didn't know your friend. But yeah. No, well, Gabe, I'm just to throw your last name out there real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gabriel Valentin. <laughs> Boom. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> just blasted um, our fucking ears up well, Gabe and I met uh, a little over a year ago Actually we just shared That's our so Facebook cool. one year uh, The other That's day true. Yeah but we met before that And then that was, he was a guest on uh, Tonight in San Diego oh, Hold on did you say J-Date? Yeah, That's, I, yes. yeah J-Date. <laughs> I'm sorry that, that, <laughs> that, just, was, that was my delayed That was a latency on Ableton Blackjewishsingles.com <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah he was a musical guest on Tonight in San Diego What band? Uh, Digital Lizards of Doom. Oh, tight name. Yeah, I've never heard of you, but that's a sci-fi rock and roll. Sci-fi rock and roll. Well, that's, so that's kind of what like we call it before. Like, but it it this new album is just pretty much just alternative. It's so called Shaka Bra Gypsy. Shaka Bra like, Gypsy. Like Shaka like Bra. Bra. Okay, Shaka Bra. Yeah. <laughs> Not Shocker Bra. Yeah, yeah Shaka <laughs> Bra. Well, that's what I was trying to go for. That you kind of intercepted <laughs> yeah, with the you. hang loose thing. Um, Right on. So, so that's the album you guys are working on. Or yeah. Shaka Bra, and and this is not this is not like a, a comedy album, right? This is like a straight um, music album. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's not kinda, a comedy album. It's, it's a kind of borderline. Game. It's like it's comedy. How Blink One Eighty Two is comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so kind is of it, is yeah. it gonna? Are you guys like, like every song is silly and funny? Oh, okay. But it's not like. You don't, it's not going to, it's not under that label, you know, like right, you're not right. going to, it's not going to be next to like Adam Sandler or anything. Like right, that. right, right, right. Yeah. I was just curious because I only knew him. As well, the comedy side. Hey, yeah. the, the, the comedian who worked at the Y. <laughs> I'm sorry. You probably don't want me to mention. Your no, that's much. okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, I use that the as part y- of my y- brand. Why is yoga? Why stands for yoga? Why <laughs> stands for yoga. At the it. yoga studio where they take care of my kid while I. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's actually how yoga. me and Mike met. Uh, for mm. all you listening out there, I take care of his kid while he gets his, uh, his lift on. Yeah, I'm out there pumping. <laughs> like nothing's happening, by the way. Everything, mad bulges. It just, just nothing is going he, on. He's here. one of the parents who doesn't get mad at us for anything. He's just like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys get? Do you guys get a lot of shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like <laughs> not so much at this branch. That's why one of the reasons I transferred over to this branch. Where were you? Missions. I started at Mission Valley. Okay. Then I, I moved over to Copley Price, and then I went over. Well, Mission Valley, to be fair, is the second largest in the nation yeah. in terms of people they take care of. Right. So you get all sorts of people. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, and I know this is true about like the service industry and really any industry you deal with people, uh, you get yelled at for some reason. <laughs> and I just kind of joke around. I'm like, why would you yell at the people who you trust to take care of your kids? Right. Like, right. not like you yelling at us is going to mean we're going to treat the kids worse. But right. if you trust somebody with your kids, maybe you should trust them enough not to yell at them and get mad. I would treat the kids worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's I would like, totally do that. You don't you don't like talk shit to the cook, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't. Oh, dude, because you'd that's be spitting in the kids' faces. Never, and stuff. never. No, no, no. That's like that's a rule. I like. Straight up, I I would sometimes think about leaving the table. Like if I'm with you know a bunch of people and someone's kind of being an asshole and they're like, "Yo, man, like this risotto isn't you know up to my standards." I'm kind of like, "Shit, I kind of want to leave this group because yeah, I don't want them spitting in my food." I'll be like, "Hey, man, for like the polite sure. way to tell like the waitress, hey, I'm gonna stay here, but 
I don't agree with the way they're doing stuff. Yeah. But like, you don't want to throw family and friends under the bus, but at the same time, you want a good oh, burger. Oh my god, my dad used to be the fucking worst. He would like make a scene, and I would be so embarrassed. And I, I remember being a ten-year-old kid, just being like, "What the fuck is happening here?" Just like laying into this poor woman who makes like two dollars and five cents an hour. And he, she knows he's going to leave a penny because he, that was the kind of prick he was. <laughs> and and she's just sitting there listening to his shit. And just like, so I couldn't imagine the fucking, uh, especially uh, taking care of other people's kids. Like, yeah. just someone, bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> and then you see, like, those parents who are, like, helicopter parents who are just hovering around and shit. Like, sometimes I'll be in there and they'll be, I mean, like, I'm guessing they're probably in there to console their kid. But sometimes I see some parents in the in the child watch. I'll go work out and come back, and they're still in child watch. Just <laughs> like that's like we're just hanging out with the kid at yeah, child. Yeah, for the most part, these kids, uh, not the kids, the the parents over at the one we're at. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna drop that name, but yeah. the one we're at, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, they're all really cool because it's really community based, and yeah. because it's such a small branch, right? Uh, all the parents and everybody knows each other, mm. and so nobody wants to be known as like the one that was rude to everybody. <laughs> the dick parent, the, yeah, yeah, the dick parent, because uh, that gets out. But we do. I want to be known as the dick parent when I have kids. Dude, I That's am known as the parent. dick parent. <laughs> you should see the way parent. I treat this guy. <laughs> yeah, he he, he, he made me. He forced me to come on this podcast. <laughs> he, I was like, hey, fuck you, come on my podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm spitting well, in your food. Yeah, I'm spitting your food. <laughs> I'm actually not even supposed to be here right now because technically we're not supposed to interact with the families outside of the Y. Oh, that's right. But I'm just like, yo, uh, I'm part of this community. I grew up here in uh, right. Ocean Beach. Like, I have connections outside of the YMCA. Right. And I think it's a good way. Like, I'm not going to say fuck at work because right. that's not professional. Of course. But, but anybody gonna who walks say in fuck there here. should know yes, that, sir. oh, I have a life outside of the YMCA where I right. say fuck. Right, <laughs> exactly. Uh it, my wife used to be like a high up at La Jolla okay. and they threw her under the bus and it was just a, a fucking shit show. So like I, I kind of see the bureaucracy that comes with like the YMCA mm-hmm. and I see how like the shit rains down on people. So uh, it, 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 the Y is awesome. I love it as like someone who participates and just goes and like hey, drops my kid off, says hi to Jack and fucking <laughs> like goes and says hi to like guy with one arm and shit you know like he's cool as fuck i'm sorry what kind of yoga studio are you guys <laughs> this is wild what, what the yeah. fuck the ymca does get crazy i've Dude, actually it's awesome i i love it personally i've been with them for three years now yeah um in multiple departments and i have a script on my computer i've been working on where it's kind of like the office oh. but it all takes place at like the ymca like a local community center yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously for IP reasons and stuff. I don't call it the YMCA. Of course, of course. But you know, you write about what you know about. Of course. And there's just so many departments and so many things I can write about. Cause like I worked camp. I worked before oh, and after school camp. care program. Yeah. Now I'm over in child watch. So it is what it is. And like with any company, it's gonna have its issues. Yeah. But at least when you get the issues at this one, you know you're not like pumping a bunch of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. You're taking right. care of kids right. and helping it's a cool, the community it's out. It's a cool gig, man. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, not, it's, it's not the worst place I've ever worked. No, not at all. No. Just as, I think it would be, I think it's just a bad place to be a boss. And like, cause like the way that La Jolla was ran was just like, and it's still kind of fucked up over there. Only cause I only know because my wife still was in communications with some of the people over there, but fuck the why. Why, why are we? Yeah, let's get over <laughs> that. I mean, I'm not gonna be there much longer anyway, so fuck it. Let's so, move on to the fun stuff. So <laughs> you, we were talking about your uh, you guys' album. So what what's like the type? It's like of a me- borderline comedy album. Yeah. Borderline comedy <laughs> yeah. album, 
And uh, what what instruments do you play? Or what um, do you, what I play you? all of them. Actually. All of, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> um, he's like Flavor Flav. He's yeah proficient in exactly multiple like instruments. Flav. Wasn't Flavor Flav was like. A fucking the beat maker and shit. Well, Flavor Flav is actually proficient in like twelve instruments. Oh, he went to like f- Juilliard or some shit. Son but of a bitch. the Flavor Flav character was the one that started paying, so that's what everybody knows him for. Oh, yeah. so he's like, so he's not. What is he actually like a crackhead? No. I don't know about that. No. I don't think so. He's like really. He's just crazy. His he's Wikipedia just, is an interesting read. I I have to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> There's stuff you're like. Oh. No, he like wears business suits and stuff. Oh, that's I've been, you know, it's keeps the clock funny. under the suit. Though. <laughs> yeah, anytime. I don't think I've ever had this conversation, and I guess what a better time to have it than yeah. right now. This podcast because it's, it's just never come up, and I've, I'm not, I don't own any of his albums. <laughs> I've been, we've met each other three different times. Flavor Flav. Yeah, we really hung out that one. We started this line of conversation. We've hung out three different times. Oh. I hung out with him at the Sofitel Hotel one time. We were both there for a pre Comic Con party. Uh, I hung out with him at Meltdown Comics, and then uh, I hung out with him another time at, uh, where was it? It was another place in L.A., and it was just weird because, like... Did he remember you? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Like, I don't I don't think he remembered my name, but yeah. he remembered, like... like oh, we both, I was, And we both, like, pretty much had the same reaction every time, just like, dude, you're that dude. And then, <laughs> and then we, we kind of like acknowledge each other like how oh, that's funny. And then so was he in flavor flav mode or was he in like regular? He was bu- uh, two of the times. The, one of the times he was like in a suit and stuff. And what was call the place? Flavor flav or did you call him by? No, we really, government name we is. really just like gave like a nod. I think he said he liked my hair. And then I just kind of like the first time I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I, like at the time I knew who Flavor Flav was But I didn't know who, who he was And then I, I kind of figured it out And then uh, the second Second two times I was like He was in his get up And I was like Oh dude what's up and, you know, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much it That was our whole conversation What, you, what the fuck is his real name anyway I have no idea Oh, that's but it's just Google funny because right I never told anybody that Because <laughs> it like didn't It didn't matter But yeah it's really funny But yeah um, No it's like uh, So I play guitar And I sing mainly And I, I play bass and then um, I, I make a lot of the beats pretty much. I'm pretty, trying to think. I think I made all of the beats on this album. Yeah. Oh, right on. So, and like, uh, you, you're pro. His, Go ahead. His real name is William Jonathan Drayton Jr. So you met William Fool's Jonathan. 58 years old. Fucking still rocking. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you're you're programming the, the drums yeah. as opposed to a live drummer. <coughs> what what programs do you use? Um, I use Logic. Ableton, nice. Roland, Roland drums, a lot of Roland mm. drums since uh, I use like different drum packets. Um, Ill Mind has a lot of s- cool stuff. Okay. Ill Mind's a producer from in in New York. He works with like Smokey Robotic. He's a producer. Jay Z um, did the last two Kanye albums, not the not the not the last one, but the two before that. Oh. And he has like his drums in the electronic world. I mean, doesn't in my opinion doesn't matter like what you're making, but um, like. Illmind's drum samples are just insane. Do, do you know so any of the background of his samples? Like what, like some of the how he gets very, those samples? Um, it's very urban, and he works with a lot of like live musicians. Yeah, yeah, like live musicians, and so like, um, you so, know that hey, you know that like girl is saying hey, it was used in like a uh, like a so offspring. Specific. Well, like it's a very like it's in so many songs. You you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like every, just, yeah. Do you, like do you have like a song? I'm so trying I could to just like reference this. Hey, like it's in off like offsprings used it. Um, 
Uh, you know what? I do. I do have. I do have a have some. But keep the conversation going. Yeah. Well, uh, so digital lizards doom. That's the band. I'm gonna name job. Yeah. We just call it D Lod. D Okay. D Lod. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And so Gabe and I met. He was the musical guest on our show. Okay. And, and that's like, tonight in San Diego. Yeah, that's tonight in San Diego. I write and perform for them. So quick plug. Um, you actually know Jesse and Meryl, and Meryl. from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so he and I are in the green room, and like I cracked a beer, and he's looking at me, and I was like, "You want a beer?" And he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and so then the conversation, he's got a long sleeve on, so you can't see him, but he's got like Samurai Jack tattoos oh, and tight. Batman tattoos. And so oh, he's okay. a big comic book nerd. He's got this fat Blink-182 on his legs oh, and stuff. Right. Like, So we got along pretty well that night. And that night he's like, dude, you should be a part of my band. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, I have no musical talent. <laughs> and he's like, it doesn't matter. You got the vibe. And I was like, all right, hey, man, as long as you know going into this, I don't have any musical talent, and you want me in your band, cool. And then later on, because we had a few more beers, so yeah. it wasn't until like a following conversation a couple days later that I understood what his idea was, but he uh, wanted it to be more than just music. You know, uh -huh. this whole idea that we have now is just because the stage at a venue is 10 feet by 10 feet or something doesn't mean that's where the show has to be. The show can be the whole venue. Mm -hmm. And so what he wanted to bring me on board was to kind of – Speaking of Flavor Flav, be a hype man and yeah. provide comedy, you know, throughout the show. And within D-Lod, we have these uh, masked characters that come on stage with oh, us. Oh, shit. Uh, there's Commander Echo and Dizzy <laughs> Doom. And Commander Echo is this giant robot. And Dizzy Doom is this giant lizard. Yeah. And Commander Echo is the bad guy. And uh, Dizzy Doom is the good guy, depending on your sp perspective in life. Um, <laughs> no, not depending. He's yes, definitely depending on your perspective. We debate about this all the time. Um <laughs> Lex Luthor is a good guy to some people. Uh, anyway, that's, that's a good point. I can't argue Thank with you. that. Well, to, to what, who people? What to who? Yeah, who is Lex Luthor a good guy too? Though? Well, for number one, Lex Donald Luthor. Trump. Donald well, Trump. Uh, like, people who don't like Superman. <laughs> right. I'm right. sure General Zod thinks Lex Luthor. Oh okay yeah, and dude. Lex and Lex Luthor also is like a, a billionaire, right? He yeah. like owns like a multi Lex Corp. Yeah. And so like so people work for him, and so people are up his ass. And when you know if he gets Christmas bonuses, I'm sure you know. Yeah. yeah okay. Jim and janitorial I services is happy. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of stuff, but uh, so we have that going on, and so within the show we like to. Bring you know we bring uh, laser swords. We can't call them lightsabers for legal reasons. They're actually but they're actually uh, Raya Raya swords. Ray and swords. Sorry, Ray yeah. Swords. Ray and we have Ray nerf guns, and, and we Ray like guns. to start fights in the crowd. You know, with yeah, the nerf yeah. guns, and have the have Echo kidnap somebody, and then make her boyfriend uh, and Dizzy Doom team up to take <laughs> you know get him back and stuff. So this is whole fun show that goes into. So it's it. like a, a performance piece. Uh, it's like music and like there's theater involved, mm -hmm. and it's like kind of a little yeah. bit of a cabaret tour thing. And going but on. it goes even deeper than that. Okay. Because we have like D Lod, it. which is the band. Yeah. But yeah. We o so imagine an umbrella. It's called D Lod World. Uh -huh. And then under that umbrella is a lot of stuff. So D Lod is the music. Then there's the graphic novel that gives the history of Commander Echo and Dizzy Doom. Oh, and okay. so right now we have the story of that written out, but. Uh, we're just working on getting the graphics drawn up, which I think Johnny's still working on that for uh, the graphic novel. Is that oh, this Johnny is B? Uh, <laughs> not he's he's not attached to that. Part oh, he's not doing that one. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah, we're we still love that. you, Johnny B. Dude, I um, love that dude to death. Who's doing the graphics? Let's give him a shout out. Um, right now it's uh, we don't have anybody. Okay, it's in trans. All right, so if you like to do graphics <laughs> and you've uh, heard us talking about this, we are in. Uh, opening up the lines for uh, somebody to come out and draw some cool pictures. So we got the graphic novel we're working on. So, then we oh, have. I, I saw the. I saw the. If you hear that music, that's played off Gabe's iPhone right now. That's uh, 
Which song is that? I don't know how to dance. I don't know how to dance. That's right. That's the kind of day it is. Is this the uh, sizzle reel? It's a. Uh, it's one of the promo vids. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, What's a sizzle reel? Sizzle reel. It's a quick oh, reel that you put out reel. that makes you go sizzle, 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 sizzle in your sizzle. pants. That's cool. So that's Captain or yeah, that's Commander, Commander Echo, Echo and then Dizzy Doom. That's Dizzy Doom. Yeah. In which Commander Echo is a dude with a box over his head, and Dizzy Doom is like some kind of lizard <laughs> creature in a onesie. In a onesie. Um, but yeah, so Still that's D Lod. That's D Lod, and then also within it, we've so that's the graphic novel and the music. Then we've got uh, Digital Lizards of Doom House Party, which is a once a month event we throw at the Murrow over in uh, Hillcrest yeah. University. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to Paul. He's the owner. He's an awesome guy. He's a fan of ours. Um, and so we do once a month. We have you know video games like we hooked up some PS2s and 64s. Oh, cool. Uh, we always have a DJ playing. We I got, got some, some requests for next month, by the way. Okay. Whenever this airs, it's probably going to be this month. But we're going to... So, just if anyone's listening to this, we what are going to have... It's May, May 26th. 26th, Friday. It's pirate-themed. pirate-themed. Because that's the same day the new Pirates of the Caribbean film comes out. So, we're trying to whoa, use whoa. their uh, advertisement to help boost ours. And uh, we're going to have a Crash Bandicoot racing going on. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna also going to have... Oh, what was it? Is it, it early Bandicoot? enough to announce who's performing? Did we lock that in? It's... Uh, Starts with an L. Yeah. All right. So our yeah. boy Leland the Fourth is gonna be performing. Uh, obviously, be we didn't it. talk about this right before, <laughs> so we had to give each other a hint. Uh, but Leland the Fourth, he's a rapper. Uh, he's on the same record label we are, Noise Cartel Records. Thanks, Matt. Um, that's what? the owner. Oh, okay, okay. What? Yeah. So do they do like a? Is that? Is that like a? Studio, studio, or is it like a project studio like this, or like? How um, is Noise Cartel up? Records is uh, is an independent. Strictly record label. Oh, okay. Uh, so they don't yeah. do the recording. They just do like they, the distribution. Um, and they, they own uh, or they have ties at like four different studios. So like for the artists that are on the label, they they supply you with like recording and stuff like that if you need it. Right. But um, like um, they're they're based out of Australia. So oh, okay, um, sweet. So like over there, they have like six or seven studios, and then over here in the states, they they only have like three or four. And I've I think I've recorded in all four of them at this point. So um, so that's cool. So how did you guys link up with a with a with a label, dude? That's actually one of my. He had favorite. that when I came on. So yeah, how did you link my, up with Matt? That's like one of my favorite stories because okay, so I um we were ta- kind of talking about tattoos and stuff. I was with um I've been with one of my favorite tattoo artists, um, Garrett Newby. Shout out to him. He's also a local San Diego. Guy. <laughs> and uh, he's at House of Pain right now. So go and check him out. Oh, where's but, uh, that? At? That's downtown, or. Um, I think it's in North Park. Oh, okay. Never mind. You got some good tats yourself. I see them every oh, now and then when you shit. come in this working out. Velveeta. <laughs> 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 this is the the best one I got. But and then I have just like trasher tattoos that I did myself <laughs> or had other people do. That's freaking sick, man. Uh, That's like, what they're for, man. They're, they're <laughs> for like parts of, of growth. I'm expressing, you know? bro. And this uh, is like 23 and drunk as fuck on whiskey. So Norm Storm. I gave yeah, I gave I my Norm. buddy a tattoo when, when we were 12 years old. Oh, that's sexy. Yeah, it was just a heart on like on his hand, but like it was so gnarly. It was you gave a, your friend a heart on when you were 12. I sure did. <laughs> nice. Like we melted the metal, and then we had like a jar of ink. Like we emptied a bunch of pan, pens into this thing, and then we like oh injected. God, into use, his like, skin. Does he still have it? Yeah, it's still there. It's like a scar. It's like an <laughs> ugly scar now, but it's not like... Dude, I did my shit legit. I, I Okay, for all the kids listening at home, what you do is you go out and get yourself... This is for you, Bishop. <laughs> a, 
<laughs> yeah, this is going to be a great record for my son to know how big of a degenerate his father w- was and still kind of is. Um, the <coughs> You go out and get yourself a um, sewing needle. You want to make it kind of a thin gauge. Uh, and then you want to probably tape it onto a big pen on the end. And then you want to use Indian ink because regular ink can get infected. I don't know, making that Oh, up. yeah, this was dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was this, super you're, you're dirty, You're doing dude. dirt. You're doing dirt. I feel like you watched Oz <laughs> one too many times. No, no, I didn't even know about this. And this is kind of like before YouTube was telling everybody how to live. Like, this was like 2007. So it's still, YouTube was there, but no one was like, I learned this from just word of mouth. And then you have to wrap the end of the needle with a piece of thread, well, like a sewing thread or whatever. And then that helps absorb the ink. And then you just start jabbing yourself in the fucking arm over and over again until it makes some kind of ugly shape that resembles Norm Storm. <laughs> and also Stevie Ray Vaughan and fucking... You're a Stevie Ray fan? Yeah, I love Stevie Ray. got him on Word, his ankle. Man. That's sick, dude. Show him your, your band tats. And then, oh yeah, and then <laughs> they're, all up, they're all up here. That's all right. This is a podcast. It's not on TV, <laughs> so you can take your pants off. But what? I'm sorry, I interrupted. Just <laughs> oh, no, no, no. got sidetracked. So how did you, you... Oh, yeah, so the guy that did my tats, um, he, I get. I mean, I don't even really remember, but I guess I'd, I'm always promoting the band, you know, so this is probably 2014, uh, and I gave him a, uh, I gave him a demo a while back, and then fast forward to, uh, it was like Christmas, it was like right before Christmas, and he goes... Or, or he t- sends me a text message and he's like, "Yo, brother, um, I just gave your demo away to one of my good friends who's out here on holiday from Australia. He's like one of my best mates. I've known him for a long time. He owns a really popular record label in Australia, wow. and um, we were listening to your um your songs, and he like wanted to know who you were. And I was like, he's like, I hope that was cool. I was like, dude, that's totally cool. <laughs> no, like, never. I, yeah, and I was like, that's right, thanks. And like, no joke, probably like." 30 minutes 40 minutes later he calls me the owner of the label and um i couldn't understand a word he was saying at first because he had a pretty his his accent has gone away because he he lives out here now Uh he moved out here like a year or two ago but um but he has more of an american accent now but he was just like, yeah. I mean, to give up on your culture, Matt. Asshole. Was, he was I'm like, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's cool. He's cool. But uh, he was like, look, I want to sign you. I don't know what you got going on, but like, I'd be willing to make it worth your time. He flew out, had dinner with me, um, t- took me out. I said no. Oh. I, I, at first, and he was just like, hard you know, to get. Hey. <laughs> 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 I was just like, I don't know, man. It's like kind of weird like you've only you know it's just a demo and, and like we you know we we yeah, there's like a bunch of stuff you know a bunch of reasons and i was like i kind of want to figure this thing out first and he's like let me help you figure it out and then he was like how much are you making at shows and i was like oh you know sometimes like 20 sometimes 50 and he was like i'll, I'll show you how to start making money at this and you can do it full time and i was like all right well you got my attention right so, <laughs> and he he's a man of his word man he um he really helped me build a business plan and stick with it and uh it was about it was about a year knowing him and um and within that year i actually quit my full-time job and and now i do digital issues doing full-time right on and i've been full-time for about two years now so that's awesome so so a lot of your income and i'm not trying to get numbers here but i'm just trying trying to figure out like because a lot of this podcast is based towards musicianship but i like comedians and comedy's awesome and whatever um we'll cover that in the second half yeah yeah we'll we'll get there we'll get there um 
but it, it's always interesting to me to kind of like you know relay information from people who are making money especially Dude, that's, how, that's what makes the world go around man i'm right i'm, I'm always happy if yeah. i can be that if i can like you know give any type of advice or whatever and someone can use it for something that like gets me so stoked well it's like because there's a difference between being a working musician who's like playing cover gigs and you know whatever and then someone who's actually doing original music and making a life out of it too um I kind of live between both worlds. So, like, I, I'm a full-time musician where I'm playing, like, kind of cover gigs, but then I'm also playing original stuff, too. And it's kind of a balancing act between... I'm getting more money doing covers, but, you know, like, the other side of it's fucking, you know, fulfilling, too. You know, can I can I pause? Please. Because I got to I gotta just... I got to say something like that. Because I want to say... And I have... This is going to sound, like, stern and strong, but I don't care. Thing is, man, I used to do, like weddings and stuff and then i would get asked to like do um to play guitar and and other established bands and stuff like that just just you know just to pop in for a show and i'd be like and i would do it for the money yeah and then i started feeling like weird about it i'd be like oh you know what like this isn't my music like da 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 da. Mm -hmm. and then someone came along and they're like dude you need to knock that shit off like you are literally getting paid to like perform one of your talents doesn't matter like that like enjoy it and then mm. i was like oh you're right like and then i just started enjoying it so it's like and the, i hate the people that get all upset with musicians like oh like they walk around like oh i'm in a band i'm doing this i'm doing that and they're like yeah like you shouldn't play other people's music i'm like dude you know what like when did that happen because it's like the fact that you have the ability to play music and then you're playing with all these other artists dude that's like that should be applauded dude like seriously i I agree i mean there's no i I don't think there's any kind of right way to do this job all i know is that i don't work in a fucking cubicle hell yeah and i get to do what i love i think that was the worst job i ever had (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah fuck the cubicle and people i think just get jealous of that or get jealous of people's uh, passion and and you know ability to perform and the reason I have such a you know I'm sure people are like oh my gosh she's so angry I'm not angry <laughs> it's just that like I've I was the person on the other side of that that mm-hmm. was real like you know people were beating me down mm. you know and like oh dude like don't do that you gotta play your own music and then it was like getting in my head yeah and so I always just want to encourage people like dude if you're if you're using your talent it doesn't matter right like, don't yeah. worry about people saying you're selling out don't worry about people no. saying that like if you're doing what you have been given the gift to do, fucking do it, dude. Fuck yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, don't don't sit in the fucking cubicle going half in, half out. Fucking just yeah. go all in. Fuck. If you're getting a paycheck and you're playing a guitar or playing the drums or singing, do yeah. it. Yeah, do I, it. I always encourage people to just dive in. Yeah. It's like, unfortunately, I was fired from my job, but only because I hated it and I just did a shitty job. Well, you were fired because you didn't want to be I there. Because I didn't care. <laughs> you didn't get to do the fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, no, I quit. They, it was, no, it was, um, it was all nice, kind of. Only I was getting fired because I wasn't doing my job correctly, but it was it was one of those moments where it's like... Cheers it was, to you, man. No, well, thank you. You guys can help yourself. Without, you remember you know what? Just, just because I was <laughs> thought it was rude to turn down a beverage. You go ahead and drink that. Oh, I'm currently oh. actually on a not drinking kick. Oh, good. I'm going to yeah. drink one of these beers that doesn't have a label. I'm going to drink one of these Bolt Brewing beers. Speaking of yes. Bolt Brewing, we actually... No. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Before, oh, we, before we jump ship, before we jump ship, I want I, 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 I want to get to that. I, wanna, I just want to find out a little bit more about how you're making money and making a living off of, off of your own personal music 
Um, Spotify. I love Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Spotify is like my best friend. I don't know where all these people are saying they Me, don't like Spotify. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm like, well, it's so weird. Like, on the upper echelon of, of musicians, when musicians hit a certain spot, they're getting grossly underpaid. Or maybe they're not. I mean, maybe well, we were overpaying them before. Or we, like I was out there fucking paying <laughs> fucking Led Zeppelin to fly around in their like limousine hey, in Snoop, the sky. Good song. He's a dog. <laughs> I, got, I got in a really big like, like, I want to say argument because this is just going to make me sound like an angry person. <laughs> Jack knows me. I'm not an angry person. He's like the happiest. Na- I have to tell him to not be so nice. <laughs> you know Stop being so happy. Um, but I got in a really weird discussion with a very popular uh, local DJ, local local hero, who's a friend of mine, because he posted this thing on. Um, was it artistic? Was it? Was it artistic? The the post? No, DJ artistic. Oh no no He's no! He's like no, the no, only no. popular DJ I know. No, uh, like radio DJ. Oh okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And um, and I'd he start po- naming people, but I'm afraid I'd be right in like the first three. No, I don't think no, you want no, their no, name no, right no, now. No, not right now, not right now. <laughs> Just out of respect. But uh, but he posted this thing about Spotify, and it was like, Spotify's horrible, and da 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 da. The world's gonna end for musicians, and I was just, and then they had all these stats, and like one of the things was uh, oh, the guitar player for. Donna Summer or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I forget who it was, but anyways, they like showed their royalty check, and it it was it was like thirty bucks for the whole year, <laughs> and I was just like, "That's bullshit." I'm mm. like, I, it, I believe that that's a real check, mm. but okay, all these people are like that's crazy. Regular I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, because that's not how the industry works. Like, if that's how the industry works worked no one would make any money. So it's like somewhere along the line, that person signed either a bad deal. That might just be like, that might just be a, it sounds like a bad deal. You know, yeah. it sounds like uh, kind of that person's fault a little bit, you know, for, cause yeah. I'm like, the reason I know that's bullshit is because I am someone who has under a hundred monthly listeners and I make close to, I, I, I make, a couple hundred every quarter. So, and that is including YouTube and because the. But the are the, you the sole like? I mean, are you like the sole member of the band who's yeah, getting pieced off? And that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, I mean, I don't know how many people. And I, I, now that I think about, it, I don't think it was Donna Summer, but it was like someone like somebody it was like, like, it was like a R and B kind of thing. And it's like mu- session musicians maybe who yeah. fucking were hired to do a job and got and, a piece of the, on the back end. And I get how that can seem like a hot story because it's like, oh yeah. my god, this person who's like you know so heavily embedded in the music scene is making $30 a year. I'm so fucked. How am I going to do it? It's like, no, you're not fucked. Like you just no. got to pay attention because like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually look forward to those checks and it makes me uh, really stoked. You know, I'm like, yeah. Oh, sweet. And I am, by the way, I am counting YouTube. I am counting, mm-hmm. um, Better Pandora, all that stuff. Better be so, counting all that shit. Yeah. yeah. So, For anybody wondering, the only reason Gabe's the only one getting paid. Cause that was all pre, the rest of us <laughs> being in it. So he yeah. earned that money fair and square. That's his. We didn't sign bad deals. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Jack signed horrible deals. <laughs> Game's deal was I get 100, you get zero. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm good with that. Like, I'll, be, get, I'll be captain. Jack gets all the girls, though. That's that's where we. That's where Jack gets all the girls. Mm-hmm. And I make oh. all the money. And he's yeah. like, yes, this is true. Yeah, yeah. I get all but the girls. But when we get when we reach 50, we have a deal where it's going to switch. Or 40. Yeah, at the age 40. Of, 
Because I still want to have being like a little bit of my prime. Yeah. So forty. Yeah, okay. Before the ball sag. So so then you don't really play instruments or sing or anything. You're just one of the people in the costumes. No, I don't dress up. Um, you don't. Yeah. Dress up. Or you just I do go like, out in the crowd and do all he's that. He's like the performance. He, like think of like yeah, I'm like a, a host. show host. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. Like a yeah. Show yeah. Host. MC. Okay. For just see. that and like you know I got my wireless mic. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite instrument right there is the wireless mic. So I can go anywhere I want. Um, Damn right. But that so that's you know that covers the band that He's covers like the Steve graphic Aoki. novel. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for a lot less uh, rich. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Steve we got that. I love and you, then Steve. The because uh, there's another member of well, technically two members now. Because we there's a lot of yeah. we actually just added a, an official drummer. Yeah, his name's Austin Kramer. He's Austin Ooh, Kramer Creative. You can check He's, him out. Uh, he's he's wonderful, dude. He's crazy, dude. He's, um, he and Gabe just time. played at my best friend's wedding uh, Easter oh. weekend. I got to be a minister for it, and oh, my best friend shit. of 22 years got married, and so they came out, did a lot of slightly stupid Sublime and oh, Blink One Eighty Two nice, acoustic nice. covers okay. on the guitar and uh, uke. So it was cool. Uh, but then the other member, his name's Trevor Barber, and um, we've got this big project in the works right now called the D Lod Tales. Okay. And it's a web series that is sponsored by Meltdown Comics in LA and Villainous Lair here in San Diego, two big comic book shops. And within it, we uh, we play characterized versions of ourselves where we live and work in Villainous Lair. <laughs> and then we have you know a magical portal that takes us to Meltdown Comics in LA anytime we want to go. We have this device. I'm trying to describe the show without going too much into it because we want people to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're looking at – we're in pre-production right now. We're looking at probably starting principal production. Wait, um, wait. So you guys are actually going to like shoot a show, like yeah. a live-action show? show? Yeah, yeah, it's a real show. Oh, we have shit, uh, about 17 episodes written. Oh, we did crazy. our debut uh, reading, table read, of the pilot at uh, San Diego Comic Fest. Oh, back which in, was awesome. Yeah, it was terrific. Um, and people loved it because in the pilot episode – uh, we find out that M Knight is gonna ma- M Knight Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shyamalan. I didn't mispronounce that out of uh, joking. I just really don't know how to pronounce it right. It's Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Cool. I did it. Nailed it. We can edit that out. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but we find out that he is making uh, the Last Airbender two. Oh, okay. And so we go back in time in our device and we kidnap him and stop him from ever making, making the first Airbender. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk um, about Austin Kramer again, though. We'll, get, we'll, we'll circle back to I it. I just want to say he's okay. one of the best musicians. Sexiest. In San Diego. Sexiest musician. <laughs> and he's got a beautiful girlfriend, Wendy. Don't um, say her name. That's, that's, news? that's kind of a weird thing. Hey, she is a really... I met her at the wedding. Really beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> Don't be creepy, oh, you guys. Well, she makes great hamburgers. Um, How do you know this? <laughs> that was a fast food joke. Should I tell Austin this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, Trevor. Um, her beautiful, it, and she's made you food at some point in time. <laughs> okay, I'm telling Austin. I'm really afraid you missed my lame joke. <laughs> Continue. Um, so yeah, it's D Lot Tales. Uh, so Trevor and Gabe had started that before I joined on uh-huh. the project. Uh, so Trevor's been like the main writer and then I've been doing a lot of punch up writing for okay. it and written a few episodes and then we had to write in a character for me. Oh. But um we've yeah, we're gonna be filming it. Uh it's a web series. Meltdown Comics is gonna put it out on their YouTube channel. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, Villainous Layers trying to use it uh to also start their own uh, you know, streaming content for online. Uh-huh. Um and we're really excited about it because Damn. Okay, so what what's like um 
Because I was going to ask you, since you write for Tonight San Diego, but since we're talking about your guys' show, mm-hmm. what's like, uh, what is like the process of writing start with? Like, how do you guys, like, I don't know, break a story for, or how do you fucking... For D-Lad Tales, um, we, we have like a very specific storyline mm-hmm. that each episode is a part of that like... It has a complete story arc. So basically. do you guys start with like kind of an outline of where you want the whole series to kind of end up? Yeah. And like where there's like peaks and, and it, it's it's largely based on the the characters, uh, Commander Echo and Dizzy Doom. Okay. And their influence behind the scenes and like what's going on. Right. So everything's like tied into each other. And um, yeah, it's like an extended universe kind of thing. It almost. is. It all falls under that D-Lod world yeah. uh, umbrella we were talking about. For me, uh, for this one, we can talk... Tonight in San Diego later, but for this, uh, for D-Lod Tales, it's been a lot of fun because I came in and they already had like 17 episodes written. Oh, so instead okay. of me having to like create something from nothing, right. I got to come in and they'd be like, that's funny, but here it could be funnier. Right. And then this, and then I just come in with all these off the wall ideas and yeah, Gabe and Trevor either look at each other and shake their heads in dis- disappointment <laughs> or they are like, dude, yeah. Let's do that. Right. And so then I get to, uh, you know, just kind of create off of it. And I've I've got a couple, you know, episodes that weren't written that I've written for myself. And, well, not I've, I've written myself, wrote for myself, but everybody's included. Sounding like I wrote it for myself was saying, <laughs> like, only I'm in it. Um, we're actually changing the name to The Jack Show. Yeah, The Jack Rub <laughs> Show. It Jack used to be Rub. Yeah. Yeah. Tales, but we're going to call it The, <laughs> yeah. the Jack Show. Yep. And it, I'm going to play all three characters um, <laughs> by myself. He's like, you guys are out. Jack is it's gonna it. be like Eddie Murphy, but <laughs> you know, less money. Are you putting on? Uh, you putting on a fat suit and everything? Yeah, fat suit, wig. <laughs> just um, going blackface. Nope, not doing, doing the blackface. Oh, okay. I did do That's a play uh, like a year I ago. I think you should do blackface. Called <laughs> Zombie Bin Laden that my buddy Nick wrote. Zombie Bin Laden. Oh, Zombie Bin Laden. Oh, zombie. and Bin Laden came. I was the lead in that play. And we actually did a blackface in that show. It wasn't me, but somebody tried to do blackface. Yeah. And then I got to yell and scream at him on stage about how we couldn't do that. <laughs> and you're, if you're just you're listening to this podcast, that probably sounds like a bad idea. But the way the script was written, it actually worked really well. Um, so you were acting like you were outraged. Well, like, I was outraged. Well, the character was outraged. Right, right, right. Yeah, because in the show, I was trying to pitch a screenplay to a producer. Uh. And the producer's assistant was, um, was uh, my buddy. And he was supposed to play... Uh, Obama, but he had to leave to go on an audition within the context of the play. Okay, and so he starts to leave, and then my assistant uh, pulls out some shoe polish and starts putting on his face, <laughs> and I yell and scream at him to stop. And oh, okay. then the uh, the assistant comes back. He's like, "All right, I'll stick around just so this asshole doesn't do blackface." All right, and so it worked in the show. But yeah, so no blackface in uh, D Lod Tales. Oh, Probably that's Gabe wants Jack, to do it. I thought Probably it was the Jack not. Grub show. Not anything I put my name on. I'm not unless I do like Tropic Thun- Thunder too and okay. steal Robert Downey Jr.'s parts. But I'm probably like 20 years away from stealing a role from Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. probably. Maybe maybe 15 if I <laughs> go through soberhood quickly. <laughs> soberhood. Um, yeah, soberhood. That's a word. It's a thing. Look it up. No it's um, shit. I had to, I had to go yeah, through so that neighborhood that's a lot myself. Of fun. Um, yeah, we've just kind of created a world where we can do whatever we want. So, plan. so it's interesting. So you guys, I imagine, are on like a tight budget. Like what what are you guys doing for like, are you guys like renting cameras? I mean, like, do you guys know how to use cameras? Like, you mean like Trevor who? went to uh, film school. So oh, OK. He's so the you, production. Trevor, segment. Trevor is. Yeah, we have this cool kind of like a, almost like a three way Venn diagram of like talent. OK. Like Gabe and Trevor are both very good musicians. 
and Jack writer. is not. <laughs> uh, Trevor and Jack are very good writers. Ah, Gabe you. can write songs beautifully, but not necessarily the best comedic writer. And he knows I'm not talking <laughs> shit to him. Like, that's just true. Um, then, so to complete the Venn diagram, uh, I don't know. Gabe and Jack are just really, really awesome. And Trevor's only kind of awesome. So that completes the Venn diagram <laughs> yeah, yeah, for all you, you visual learners out there. We need, we need but, uh, to complete that. Trevor has, you know, the production side of all of this. And, like, I'm an actor and a writer and a comedian. I don't do production side. Trevor, while he's, you know, a good actor in his own rights, he wants to do more of like the production and directing mm -hmm. side and the writing side. So yeah. that's kind of why all of this works because we all three have skills, but we also have skills the others don't have. And so it's a really good partnership. So are you guys going to be hiring on crew? Like, are you going to like, what's, what's we have your... a We have a production team in mind. Okay, so yeah. like um, you guys are gonna be like having someone run sound and yeah, like, it's know. probably it's a team of like seven, I think. Oh, okay. So um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tight. It's gonna be really cool, man. And then uh, for so D Lod Tales evolved out of a show called uh the D Lod Show, which was like a one camera angle podcast like or vlog kind of thing that you we, did. Yeah, that I did. Oh, cool. uh, with uh, my buddy Dan Brozo from uh, FM 94.9. What's oh, up, Dan? What up, Dan? And um, and that was, it was cool. And we learned, we made a lot of contacts. Like, oh, well, that cool. just, because we had, I mean, we had people on from Lincoln Park. We had people on from Warner Brothers. We had people oh, on cool. from uh, DC Comics. We had people on from Marvel, Loot Crate, like all these really crazy organizations. So from that, we were able to kind of, because we made friends in the industry, get a smaller budget and, you know, hopefully just find people that believed in it enough to be like, Hey, you know, like help us out. You know, if something happens and yeah, we'll I mean, a lot of the it. money we're kind of, and it doesn't take a lot. The way we wrote it is on a shoestring budget. You really don't need that much money to make this production happen. Like what's the, like what's going to be like your most expensive effects that you're going to have to like um, work out. That'd probably be the eight bit episode. Because that's going to be all animation. Oh, but there's shit, actually uh, an episode where we go into an 8-bit world. Oh, shit. So, um, like like a like a Nintendo S uh, NES world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that might be the most expensive, I think, just because of the... Luckily, that's later in the season, so hopefully... <laughs> so, by we then, we'll figure some, it out. But, I mean, we have a lot of people that believe us and a lot of companies. Um, I'm not going to name drop any of them on the air just because I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to make no, promises changes that other I people... Get you. Yeah. I get you. But... Um, we have a lot of, and then we're looking to do some Kickstarter stuff, um, and we're looking up other ways to make money there. We're gonna obviously uh, look for ways to, you know, put in products. Like I have this one idea for a taco tree, which is exactly what it sounds like. And I, I in our universe, we have a tree that grows tacos. Oh my god, that's and, amazing! Right? We never will say where we got it from, but it's just there and every time we walk in a room we can grab a taco off the tree and so i see that as a perfect you know in story product placement we're like these are ortiz's tacos <laughs> on voltaire street ortiz's i love you <laughs> are you guys are you guys going to be um um shit i just forgot what i was gonna ask that's you. all right that's whatever <laughs> so so you guys I'm I'm actually interested about this eight bit thing. Like, are you you guys are gonna like shop this out to like a fucking animation studio? Or I mean, like, cause like I know animation we're is still, kind of affordable now. Yeah, we're in still working aspects. on like the details of that. Like, yeah. I, um, right now we just want to get the pilot, the first three episodes filmed. I got you. Um, and then from there, kind of use those to help support. Cause then we have a product that's finished. Yeah, and we can take that to other. 
places and say, hey, this is what we do. This is what we're going for. So are you guys sort of funded to shoot like three episodes for right now and then see how it goes and then... then We plan on shooting all of them. We're going to make it happen anyway. This is both a passion project, but also like we have a couple studios we've talked to that you know are interested like they want to see the first three mm. and then if they like if they like what they see they will because they've read the scripts and they love them yeah uh, but they want to see us follow through on our end and then if they like it then they'll you know get an executive producer credit by giving us money yeah. and then we can keep going right on. and on the animation front um this is another project we have going on that's not d-lod but <laughs> okay. trevor and his brother justin and two of their friends wrote a fantasy series called um the Curseborn Saga. Okay. And they self-published and everything. And I think there's five or six books. Um, five. Five books in it. And then what they did was they have some friends uh, in the animation world who ended up actually making it a manga for them and drawing the pictures. Oh, okay. So Sweet. the manga is based off the fantasy series. They only have the first one done, I believe. They're working on the rest of them. Um, but, yeah, that's got its own following. Again, it's called The Curseborn Saga. And it's a really cool world they've created. And uh, Trevor's been up in L.A. for the last month, month and a half or so. Mm. And they're, he's working on talking to animation studios up there oh, okay. because they want to get this made into an animated TV series. Oh, and, nice. I mean, that's not the easiest thing to do in no, the world. But he's all. up there making contacts and networking right. and talking. And then we push this as well because, A, we love uh, Trevor and Justin in the series. And, B, if we can get Curseborn off the ground in terms of a show – uh, a, we all get have promises, you know, backroom handshakes that we get to do voiceover work, so there's a little money in it. Backroom but handshakes? Backroom handshakes. <laughs> what the heck are uh, you talking about? Gabe didn't get a backroom handshake, um, so <laughs> I've got a backroom, backroom handshake. Backroom handshakes. Uh, Thank under you the table. Very much. Yeah. Uh, but so we're, you know, pushing it because then if, yeah. when that gets made, not if, because it's a beautiful project that's going to happen. Uh, he, through all that, he's meeting animation companies, and so it's just nice. all this networking that we're doing. Uh, Gabe on the music side, Trevor on the production side, me on music, the comedy and, music writing, and side. writing side. Yeah, music and writing. And um, working with a publisher right now, actually. Yeah. So for um, the book itself, for the graphic novel, for the graphic novel. I kind of, I kind of threw Gabe under the bus earlier. Who's drawing that? Um, that's in flux right that's now. in flux oh right. that's yeah, yeah. but that's Gabe, Gabe like, was the writer behind the graphic novel there's yeah, like dude. five people in mind and but we just don't have anybody locked down we had mm-hmm. an artist um, my buddy uh, Johnny uh, Girardi but he uh, he couldn't do it unfortunately so not that he didn't have the skills to do it he's definitely got the skills to it. he's a great artist but he's just super busy yeah that's what happens yeah. so are you guys planning on filming here in San Diego? Uh, uh, yeah, most of it's going to be filmed at Villainous Lair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, and then, in, uh, well, it's half-half. Uh, yeah, half and half. Half Villainous Lair, half uh, Meltdown. More like 80... It's more like 20, 40% Villainous Lair, 40% Meltdown Comics, and then the other 20% will be either in front of a green screen or out and about as needed. Is Meltdown... Is that part of Nerdist? Is that Meltdown, yes. yeah. That, okay, they're the okay. ones who launched Nerdist okay. and... Um, then, you know, at midnight, the yeah, meltdown, yeah. all those shit. So that's why it's Hardwick. a huge get for us because oh, yeah. they have all these connections in Fuck L.A. Yeah, and they already have, you know, run the gamut of shows that started on the Internet and then got to a TV thing. Yeah. And we're, we're not comparing ourselves to those guys yet because they obviously have done something and we're still working on doing something. Yeah, totally. um, but it's just good to know that a company that, has the infrastructure and has you know believed in those projects oh, yeah. believes in us yeah that's um, fucking amazing yeah I, I didn't put it together until i was like wait is that meltdown yeah it's like don't they do like 
comedy shows there yep. too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah so they it's do a, podcasts and shit there. Okay. It's cool. It's a cool thing. That's that's it's fucking tight as fuck. Yeah. So let's um. Can, do you guys mind if we play one of Dilan's songs? Yeah. Not, uh, let's not do it. Let's okay. Do so we'll just edit it in. Okay. So we won't listen to it right now. But uh, what's a song that you want uh, sh- that we should listen to? Um, I think I don't know how to dance. Just because that's like dance. everyone's favorite. Okay. And it's also true about me. <laughs> I've been oh. told on two occasions I dance like Ellen DeGeneres, which <laughs> was told to me in an insulting way, but I actually took that as a compliment. She's well, successful. people love to see her dance. Like she's people, so charismatic. Yeah. And I'll take that, you know, she char- has the, charisma over skill. That's she has gotten the me this far in life. middle-aged white lady moves going on. And that's apparently what I've got, too. My inner child <laughs> is a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> Okay, so so what's the song called again? I can't dance. I don't I know how to. Dance. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> I don't know how. Game's still yeah. waiting for that pizza. Oh, is, I I, didn't, I couldn't order it. Uh, oh, you couldn't order it. I didn't have time. You can so. do it online. Oh shit! I'm sorry, man. Dude, it's all good. It's all good. I'll just get. We'll some go get some food it. after this. And That's plus, there's good. beer. Yeah, drink. I know. Yeah, I'm just gonna fill up on beer. There you, there you go. go. Beer. You don't need to eat when you got beer. That's true. Oh my god. I have. A, I, there's a there's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. It is five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> you have to go west to find it though, because it's like eight o'clock here. Yeah. So that means it's like five o'clock in Hawaii. Boom. Have a boom shakalaka. Have a fruit punch cocktail. Dude, there's people who live for that though. That live for that fucking. It's that five life. o'clock. I can finally drink and like fucking. Yeah, I don't. I've never understood that. I also Why don't get it because I'm like, they're like, you're drinking. It's eleven a.m. I'm like. Yeah, I'm drinking a mimosa. You're yeah. judging yeah, me? Yeah, I'm it's still drunk from the night before, stupid. <laughs> what are you like talking about? Recycle like, that. Yeah, right? Like, I'm not going to waste this drunk that I woke up to. on a budget. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I've actually never understood. Like, like I've offered people alcohol, you know? Like, yeah. just, I'm oh, just no, it's trying to be a good noon. host. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's it's, you know, it's not even noon yet. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't see you driving <laughs> here. Yeah. You drove, so like, you took an Uber here. What's, like, is... Is there a reason? Like, do, do you turn into a nasty person, or like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I've never well, had anyone no, because, like explain because there's me. this stigma about <laughs> drinking that if you drink before a certain time of the evening, then you're some kind of um, alcoholic. So, yeah, you're an alcoholic. That's why you just put I mean, the whiskey in your coffee, and then right, and you, you feel just, like you're, you know, but go in. about your day. That's what I've always thought, but I'm like, that still doesn't even make sense because it's like you're not. No. Well, then there's the other side of <laughs> it. Those if, Puritans. I, if I stop, if, I yeah, know. the Puritanical, they, for real, it's like only have sex with, you know, <laughs> within your race and fucking don't drink before noon. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Those are the only two rules they follow. Puritans. <laughs> Puritans. Racial purity <laughs> and no booze before noon. <laughs> you boo- got it. Booze before hoes. Booze, <laughs> booze before hoes. It's usually how it ended up. Maybe I should make some posts about. Did you know? Uh, when I w- if, imagine me with my hair down and a beard, okay. who would you say I look like? Um, David Grohl. I I've actually gotten that one before. I take <laughs> that. I've also got uh, what's his name, Eddie Vedder. Eddie. Vedder. Yeah. Uh, no, but because the Christian lead-in was to this. When my when I have a beard, uh, I actually get called Jesus Christ a lot. Oh, okay. And that's the obvious. Yeah, one. yeah, okay, that was okay. the obvious one. We're not we're not doing any highbrow stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I actually have an Instagram, the Jesus H Christ. The Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, I got into Comic Con three days for free this year, for being dressed as Jesus. Jesus. That was my miracle. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was just a side tangent. So did so you you you're off the booze right now? 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I stopped drinking seven years um, sober. On yeah, seven years ago. Uh, but really, I just stopped drinking on Easter. <laughs> I planned to do it back on my birthday. Yeah. Um, that's when I uh, just because that was in March. But my best friend was getting married, and I was the minister. Yeah. So I was honest with myself. I was like, you're going to drink at the wedding. Yeah. There's no way you're not. So I set it up. Uh, so Easter was the last day I had a drink. Um, and not, you, I never had a prom or anything. I want to put Lent. that out there. Yeah, reverse Lent. <laughs> uh, I just you know, wanted to get in a little bit of better shape. I'm having luck. Uh, just signed a new agent and everything. So, oh, nice. Um, I'm just trying to be proactive in terms of... You, you. Because, I mean, well... I'm very happy with who I am in my body. Like I've worked really hard to co- cultivate this young Will Ferrell dad bod. <laughs> um, if a role calls yeah. for a guy who you know is maybe a little bit more in shape, I want to be close to being able to put that on instead of yeah, like uh, Chris Pratt, right? Yeah, like that motherfucker was Fat Andy. Yeah, and then fucking now he's fu- now he's Star Lord. Yeah, now he's fu- Jurassic World Lord. Yeah, exactly. And Passenger Lord. Those are the first three movies. Galaxy I could think of is that. Is that Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. yeah he was Star-Lord. Star-Lord, yeah. yeah fucking um, just over there ripped like a motherfucker. And from all, from everything I can tell about the fool, he is the nicest guy in he the world. He seems like it. He seems like it. Like, he used to live in a van in Hawaii and, like, wait tables. And then he met somebody, at, like, one of the customers, and they were, like, a producer or something like that. I read this story a while ago on Reddit. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, if you come to L.A., I'll put you on a show. And so... Like two months later, he was in LA and he called the person up and they're like, "Oh, I didn't expect you to come, but hey." <laughs> You're right. And then he went on Everwood as you know the dick best friend, and then huh. I don't know. Now he's an international movie star, and, and bitches want to fuck him. Yeah, but he's very happy with his wife. Uh, what's her name from Scary Movie? Anna uh, Ferris. Yeah. Really? They're married. I think they have a kid. Isn't she like like fifty? I don't know about that. She. <laughs> I mean, he's like thirty-five or something. That's close to fifty. You know what? That sounds really awful at ages. Towards <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she like 50 and she used up? She's funny as done? hell, though. Oh, God. And then he shows me on Facebook Live as I'm talking shit about women. <laughs> you got me totally oh, out what's of context, up? folks. See, uh, we got to put our pants back on. We are on Facebook God now. damn it. So how did so uh, how did you get an agent? Like how does that work? I, I know. I know. I know. Because like, like a couple of my bands have a managers, mm-hmm. but I don't. That was easy. I don't know how it works for actors. Um, I too don't know how it works for <laughs> actors. Um, hey. I've, I mean, I'm an actor in my own right. Maybe for film and TV stuff, I'm more of an auditioner right now okay. than an actor. But um, I started on stage when I was three. My family has mm. done three things historically. They were explorers. They came over on the Mayflower. Oh, yeah, me. helped found this country. The Grubs. Uh, they weren't the Grubs. The Grubs uh, came way later. They, uh, the Hopkins yeah, they family did. were the, the one. Hopkins. Yeah, the Hopkins <laughs> family came over, like John Hopkins and all them. And then we had like so a that other you come from members. a Hopkins lineage, like of the John Hopkins yeah. Like, institution. Yeah, like my great. I don't know if the John Hopkins institution is the Mayflower Hopkins or not. Right. But oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're. But the you're same saying thing. like, or, but yeah, the Hopkins or like Anthony family. Hopkins. What's up? Oh, lots of hearts. Lots of love. What's oh, up? But there's only four question? people watching, so they're is all sper- spamming. I almost said they, sperming. Has anybody got any questions for the guests? Yeah, if you got questions, throw them on there while I talk this story That's out. what we usually um, use Facebook for live. Is okay. We usually stream it live, so we have questions. We're really good at keeping a conversation going, so we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, but so anyway, it's pretty Yeah, easy. my family's done with either explorers, military, or like, you know, the dude in Forrest Gump, Lieutenant Dan. Like, I've had family members in like every armed conflict this country has had. 
yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, pride in that. Probably not every single one, but like every single yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. is the important word there. Since um, since they came over, like here. my my grandpa and my great uncle were both three war veterans, uh, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea. Not in that order, obviously. Yeah. Um, because Korea came before <laughs> Vietnam. Yes, it did. Um, yeah, you're absolutely. But right. uh, yeah, they did that. My 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 dad and my mom were both military officers. My dad was a Marine. My mom was in the army. Um, Can I get a feature? Two ton. I think that's it. Two ton. There, sure, yeah. You got a feature. Boom. How are you doing? Uh, Miss Wendy Irene. Aw, I love her. And look, there's Kramer Creative. Austin, we already talked about you. You should have tuned in earlier. Um, but so what happened? Um, yeah, my parents were both military. Um, and then... And what happened to you? Well, what happened to me was um, because my parents... Became a sexy-ass well, My grandmother... Bitch! <laughs> my great-grandmother um, started a theater in the barn in the family farm in new hampshire called the peterborough players oh. and it's actually still around today Damn. there's a lot of working actors and a lot of famous people that have attributed their careers to that What's theater the peterborough players um it's it's a small small town in new hampshire Did but john melkovich was he a part of that i don't yes. know i want to claim <laughs> yes but uh james whitmore was james whitmore, and okay. um he actually got driven to his first broadway audition by my great-grandmother or maybe it was my grandmother, I forget which, and he landed the role and ended up winning a Tony for that a role, and then his career took off from there. And most people know all about your family. Like, most people know this. him. Actually, I, I got to sit at his feet, and he told me a bunch of stories in really? like 2009 no. about my family and stuff. They didn't forget about um, you at all. Get better beer. We didn't bring it. Um, <laughs> hey, but, uh, my, leave my lukewarm beer yeah. alone. It was here you bring when us I better opened beer. up the studio today. <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> Um, yeah, you bring the league of new, league what's it called? Lagunitas, Lagunitas. Yeah. Um, oh. Kryptoni. He uh, told me a bunch of stories about my family. It was cool. Uh, but most people know him as the old guy that hung himself in uh, Shawshank Redemption. Whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's the uh, the guy at the Brooks. Brooks. Brooks is his name. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's all that. What happened to me was um, in like two thousand. I graduated high school from Point Loma High in two thousand eight. Okay. Around two thousand six, two thousand seven, we started looking at colleges. And um, we, you know, were fully prepared that I might have to go military. But then we discovered something called the um, California Veterans Bill, okay. which states that if you retire in the state of California from the military with a disability, then the military or the government will pay for your child to go to any California funded school. Oh, nice. And so I found out that I could go to college instead of having to join up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's because um, I graduated in 08. And I'm not saying I would have been there or that I would have even been accepted in the military. It was badass enough. I'm not saying any of that. But if you just look at the time era yeah. of when I graduated, there was some shit happening in the Middle East. Uh, I think that was like Fallujah and stuff. And again, yeah. not saying I would have been there. Uh, much respect to everybody who was and all the armed forces. I yes, love we, all of you. We um, love you. My family like is deeply ingrained in it. Uh, but yeah, going to college was a much was better it choice. For you? Yeah. Was it for you? Hey, it's not for everybody. College was for me. Military, not yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't do well taking orders. Yeah, um, I understand. And I also don't like working out, as you can tell from my <laughs> Will Ferrell dad body. Sexy. Um, so running and stuff is not my friend. Um, but anyway, so I ended up going to San Diego State, and um, so anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. I started acting in on stage when I was three, and then um, my mom just kept me going at it the you know through high school. Um, my freshman year in high school, I because I grew up in my three favorite shows as a kid were Will and Grace, West Wing. And whose line is it anyway? Okay. And oh well, number four would be Mash. It wasn't on the air when I was a kid, but right. we had all the VHSs. 
Uh, so I'd have to say Will and Grace, MASH, and Who's Landed Anyway were like my first three, you know, things that inspired me with comedy. And when I got to Greg high school, Proops, right? He was on there. Yeah, Greg Proops was on uh, there. I my mine was the not the English one. I grew up with the American American one. one. Yeah. Um, Wait, that? But that wasn't Drew Carey, right? Yeah, that was Drew Carey. Was it Drew Carey? It was okay. Drew Carey, uh, Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, Wayne Brady, Wayne Brady, and then they had one swing, which Greg Proops was in there every yeah. now and then. Uh, a lot of different people were, but um. So when I got to high school and heard that we had an improv team, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do that." Hell yeah! And um, I, you know, practiced with them for like a month and a half. And don't get me wrong, anybody who does improv, I got a lot of love and respect, and I've taught you know teenagers and children how to improvise. But it can be painful to watch uh, because they're just not that skilled in life. And improv is communication, right. and they're all awkward at that age, and we all were. And so you don't know how to communicate very well. So I'm not saying it was the greatest show, but. Um, the first thing I did when I got on stage after like a month and a half of practicing, I got laughs from the whole audience. Like we were an away team and we ended up winning, even though they had more fans in the audience. Yeah. They still voted for us and we won. And that doesn't usually happen. And it was amazing. We uh, had to travel out to East Lake High to perform. And I was just, I was in love with it ever since then. And so I started that in 2004 uh, at the age of 14. Now I'm 27 and I'm still performing. And what's cool is the man who first was coaching me and teaching me back then, Mike McFarlane, I'm now working with in a theater I helped open up in Old Town called Old Town Improv Company. Oh, I've seen fucking, I've been in Old Town seeing that. I'll get you some tickets. Come on out. It's family appropriate. The jokes might go over Bishop's head, but yeah. it's also like an hour long, and I know he doesn't sit still very long. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's not an insult. It's just true. He's a four-year-old boy. Yeah, he's he, just he a runs. kid. Yeah. Um, he's a boy. But, so, yeah, then... Um, I'd always, all throughout high school, wanted to go into acting and chase it down. That's why I went to SDSU was mm. for the film program there. Um, the 2008 crisis ended up, you know, changing my goal, and I realized I should look for something that's more marketable or a safety net. Yeah, I ended up majoring in political science and minoring and in English because I thought I was going to go to law school. Kind of lost my performance way for a bit there. Um, was all set like to go to law school. Ended up going out to uh, Manhattan, uh, NYC to help my mom and my sister with some stuff. And then one night I was drunk in this bar. It was a Thursday, and Thursdays were improv night there. And they had a hat, and you could throw your name in, and just two names would be drawn at random. You could get up on the stage and do a scene with somebody you'd never met before. So being drunk and thinking, well, I used to love that, never done it before, I got up there. It was awkward because me and the other person didn't know each other, and for improv to be you know, really fun to watch, you, you should know the other people. Yeah. Uh, but we got some laughs, and all of a sudden it like rekindled in me, and I realized, like, why did I ever leave this? I love it. Um, so I came back to San Diego a little bit after that because my trip was done, and I looked up, and NCT, National Comedy Theater, was still going strong, but there was this new game in town called Find a City Improv. So I went over there, and I auditioned, and I didn't make it on a house team, but I did get on this other team, and then I ended up performing with FCI, and eventually I got on their house teams and stuff. Uh, from about late 2013, early 2014 until, uh, I don't know, mid-2016, um, I was with them. And then um, I I joined a group called Stitches Improv, which later merged with Side Stage Improv, and that's how we created Old Town Improv. Okay. And so now I'm on the ensemble over there uh, with, this is a long name, but it's a, a competitive short-form show called Dr. Otik. Otik is Old Town Improv Company. Okay. Dr. Otik's miraculous audience-powered Old Town Showdown. <laughs> and uh, there's a whole, you know, it's just 
we get suggestions. We do whose line is in any way style games. Where okay. We compete against each other. and People get eliminated and voted off. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that's every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And now I'm actually getting to start teaching there. Oh, and so it's kind of a full circle sweet thing for me because Mike was my first coach. And then he and I, oh, I got to help uh, him open this theater with uh, Donnie. Um, and Donnie is the owner. Mike's the artistic director. And so it's just a lot of cool things kind of fell into place. And then, uh, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. You can come out, check that so out. So are those, does, does everybody get paid or is this a work, a passion project? This is a passion project. Um, obviously the owner and the artistic director and stuff, they get paid. I get paid to coach and teach, but nice. no, nobody gets paid to perform yet. That's the goal. But oh, yeah. when you open a new theater, you know, there's, yeah, you're, you're totally. in the, yeah, you're in the red for a long time before yeah, but you go that, black. That's fine. Um, so, um, what do you just sort of how do you coach somebody into doing how do you that? coach improv yeah um you, well it's because it's not like a science it's not like all right you know two plus two is four that's right. always going to be true um improv it's communication and so no two people are ever going to improv the same improvise the same um there was uh there's this guy i don't know if he was the first person to ever say it but um, there's a man named Nick Armstrong up in L.A. He runs a thing called Camp Improv Utopia. That's how I met him. It's a adult sleepaway camp done three times a year for it's improv. It's a lot yeah. of fun. It's just like, you know, the sleepaway camps people right. hopefully did as kids. We get to throw tomahawks. We get to shoot bows and arrows. Like, there's cabins you stay in. It's a lot of fun. Um, but up at Camp Improv Utopia, he put into words something that I hadn't always felt and thought but never knew how to put into the words. And, again, I don't know if he was the first to say it or not. But uh, he described it as improv, improv is like the X-Men. And if I'm the one teaching you, I'm Dr. Xavier. I'm Professor X. Um, I have a power. You have a power. But your power is not the same as my power. So what I need to do is show you my power so I can help you cultivate and learn your own. And so what I'm really good at on stage is not going to be what you're really good at on stage. But if we get up there together and we're paying attention to each other and we're listening, our powers can combine and we can take down the evil forces of the world. <laughs> Um, or make you laugh. Which is silence. Yeah, yeah which is silence <laughs> or fear. I have this right. whole philosophy about how comedy and fear are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. If you're laughing, you can't be afraid. Yeah. And so that's why, you know. Or, or like when uh, people are in scary situations, sometimes their reflex is to laugh. Yeah. Which is odd, but it's, yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, so, so what's, okay, so I know there's like ways of practicing, like what's a way, how, do you, how, what would be like, um, a way to practice? Like, let, let's try this. I'm going to suck. Um, I'm going to suck and you got to do it too. Okay. Let's try it. Um, <laughs> let's a way it. to practice improv. And don't, um, don't give me that and thing. Yeah. The yes. And I mean, that's yes the and. basic tenet that everybody should know. Oh, um, or should we do that? No, that, <laughs> he said that's yeah. all right. Um, well, I mean, there's a couple of warm-up games. There's one basic one where you just – it doesn't really work because there's only three of us and God it's supposed to be a big it. circle. Um, but if you want to do, like, one quick kind of one-off improv game, yeah, do it. Uh, we're going to do I Like My. I like okay. it. Okay. So uh, this game, it's uh, it's always got the same setup. Uh -huh. And the example is I like my blanks like I like my lovers. Blank. And so the, uh, so the audience will give you a suggestion to fill in the blank. So the one we always use as an example is soup. So if somebody suggests soup – then, you know, we would go, I like my soup like I like my lovers. Hot. Okay. And so then it's really cheesy, really corny game. Usually we only ever play this at the end of a show because a lot of it's pun-based. Okay. And puns aren't the best form of comedy. But if you earn the right to make them, the whole audience will laugh. And you earn the right by performing good shows and right. uh, good comedy. So uh, if you want to just give us uh, give us an occupation. Okay. Um, fucking HR. 
HR. Um, okay. So HR is the suggestion. Uh, I like my HR like I like my lovers. Always up in my shit. <laughs> okay. Um, you got one for them? Yeah. I like my HR like I like my lovers. Always ready to take questions. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, well, yeah, I want to try. Yeah, go, I'm, in go this. For it. I'm in this. I love my HR like I love my lo- like my lovers. Always asking for TPS reports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Nobody. Um, what about an object you might get at Walmart? Um, fucking spandex. Spandex. I had one for HR. Again. Oh, sorry. Go for the HR one. I like my HR like I like my lovers. I'm always showing. I'm never coming in on time. Um, uh, spandex, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got one for spandex? Sure. I like my spandex like I like my lovers. In my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like my spandex like I like my lovers. Stretchy and sweaty. Oh, I, like, oh, I was going to use sweaty. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Uh, I, I was going to say covered in somebody else's sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I like my spandex like I like my lovers. Tightly wrapped around my waist. Jesus, I'm just bad. I like at this. my spandex like I like my lovers, with evidence that they used to be used by strippers. <laughs> I like my lovers like I like my spandex. Super cheap. There you go. Oh, what's uh, what's uh, I don't know. We just did that. Um, give me an animal. Um, pig. A pig. Um, I like my pigs like I like my lovers. Fat. <laughs> there you go. I like my pigs like I like my lovers. Always waiting there for me in the morning. Aww. <laughs> I, you got one? I don't know. Uh, I'm just. I like my pigs like I like my lovers. Always making me breakfast. I don't know if that's what you were alluding to. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like my pigs like I like my lovers. Always down to get dirty. I like my pigs like I like my lovers with a little tail. Ooh. I like my pigs like I like my lovers. Always in the mud. Jesus Christ. I, I like my dirty. pigs like I like my lovers. Uh, if I kill somebody, they'll clean up the mess for me. <laughs> Damn. And shit out the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's just a little improv. Uh, <laughs> okay. That may not work via this mechanism. A lot of improv has to be done in front of the group. Right. It's all about that connection. But you asked me originally how uh, about acting, and that's how we got on this tangent. Yes. Um, so then I got into improv, and then it was because of an improv show that uh, Meryl knew who I was. Oh, and okay. she introduced me to Fale. And they asked me about projects I was working on at the time, and I told them about one. And Father's like, well, we kind of got that going on right now. Why don't you come and check it out? And he was talking about Tonight in San Diego. So that was a Saturday. Uh, that Monday, I come to the episode that they were taping, and there was a joke that didn't you know, really work, and I kind of suggested a different way to do it. And they liked it, and they took it, and they used it. And uh, so that was my first writing credit. Yeah. And then um, they – you know, they didn't give me an invitation to join the team, but I just stuck around and kept coming back every uh, every Monday for about two months. And so then they uh, invited me into an interview, which they, I guess, had put out this thing about they wanted, like, packets of, like, written bits and segments. Oh, shit. I never got that. I was just, like, told at a show, hey, show up. Yeah. So I show up and didn't have anything pre-written. I had a few ideas in my cell phone of, like, things we could do. But I didn't – like, other people turned in legit packets and stuff, and yeah. I didn't. They ended up inviting – giving me an official invite into the writer's room, and that was about two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, so then I started writing for a show, and I got to perform, uh, you know, character bits for it because it's a late-night variety talk show. Right. So we have segments and sketches. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, everybody else can look up tonightinsandiego.com. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook. We were on the CW6 until that channel went away. What happened? You guys were on like an Asian channel too, right? For uh, Hispanic, bit? yeah. Hispanic. Uh, KSDY Channel 50.1 or something Same like thing. that. 
Um, don't know anything about how we got on it or anything like that. Uh, that was all Fale. He takes care of all of that. Any of the production stuff, I really don't know. Um, I just focus on the writing and the performing. No, is this is this also another passion project for everybody yeah. that's on the show? Uh, this is all grassroots. Nobody's making money off this. Damn. This is like 40 to 50 people every week coming together. Jesus Christ, we call man. ourselves a family because we really are. Uh, we support each other like family. We argue like family. Not saying there's any problems behind the cameras, but it's just the way things go. When you get a of bunch course. of passionate people together, you know, we're all creative types. And it's cool because now we have people who do audio. We have do people who do video. We have people who do marketing. We have makeup. We have actors. We have comedians. Like, Dude, and it's like, and so anytime it's all legit. Like fucking like when you watch an episode, like these are like HD fucking like oh, shots. Yeah. Like you guys are out in the street. This you is guys, all high quality stuff. It's and it's like, holy shit. No money. Jesus I mean, Fale invests his own money into it and everything. And we get a couple of sponsors here and there, but nobody's getting paid because any money made goes back into keeping the yeah. show's lights on. Right. Uh, obviously everybody wants to get paid and um stuff and we're we you know we get imdb credit um for it uh so i've got like 63 writing credits to my name i'm not sure how many acting credits i'd have to go back and count like which yeah. episodes i was actually in right right um, so you're building up you're building a yeah. portfolio and then one of the cool things from it is the networking like i said i met gabe on this show and yeah. now i'm working and on i changed his things. life i was the best yeah. thing that ever happened to him best thing once you go gabe you never go back um you once go. you go gabe you never go gay yeah uh he keeps you straight um, I like my jacks like I like my lovers. <laughs> they keep coming until they make you happy. Uh, oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, so, yeah, the networking is awesome. Met a lot of great people. Had a chance to do a lot of fun stuff um, with it. And that's actually what inspired me. They're like, okay, well, why not try film acting or TV acting and stuff? Yeah. So I kind of started floundering around. And, like, a lot of my information – because I studied with the Groundlings. I studied with UCB. I studied with Second oh, City up shit. in L.A. Nice. Um, for improv For those of you who comedy. don't know, the Groundlings – The Groundlings are – Second uh, City. Yeah, and Second City and UCB. We call them, like – well, I call them kind of like the Ivy League. Yeah. They're, like, the – Three of the top uh, improv and sketch right, comedy huge. schools. Um, fucking Will Ferrell came Will out of the Will Ferrell came out of the Groundlings. Melissa McCartney, Kristen Wiig came out of there. UCB is the one that... Um, oh, what's, what's her, her name? name? From Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Nope. Yes. The woman who plays her. Um, yeah, I know. Meryl Haggard. Tina, Tina Fey's yeah. best friend. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I can't um, believe I'm Regina forgetting her name. Regina Quinn. No. You're not um, helping. <laughs> Leslie Nope. <laughs> Her name will come to me later on, and I'm going to interrupt. Because I remember the show. Are you on googling it? Yes, I am. Sorry. Tina Fey. Um, but she and um, Streisand. A couple other people started uh, UCB, and then uh, Second City is just Second City. Everybody yeah, yeah. knows it. Um, Bill, Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray came Bill out of there. Anybody who's been on SNL in the last yeah, like fucking Chris Farley. Ever since SNL became a thing, came out of either Second City or more recently UCB and Groundlings. Um, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name right now. Um, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. For some reason, you're listening to this. I love you. You're a very talented individual. <laughs> you're a wonderful person. I'm so sorry that I blanked on your name. Please don't hold that against me. Hadouken. Oh. <laughs> sure. Amy. Jack obviously doesn't give a fuck about you or this show. <laughs> I love her. Um. Sorry, but yeah. So a lot of cool people came in. So um, up there I started getting, and I I was driving back and forth to L. A three days four days a week for all of 2016 you, because you. i didn't want to move up there because i have my network down here and i have d law down here and i have tonight in san diego and old town improv and my dog's down here my family's down here but, but because i'm but so passionate we're gonna get a house in la and we're gonna get a house in we're getting san houses diego. in all the cities jesus um 
It we, sounds uh, expensive. It will be. One day we're, we're even going to have a house in D.C. at 1600 Pennsylvania. <laughs> Gabe for president. Yeah, I, I could run a country. Hopefully not the second black president. Hopefully we'll have more between now and then. Hopefully. Don't you have to be 40-something? 35. 35? Really? You got, you got like six years? Damn. I yeah. got six years, yeah. Yeah, I nailed that one. Um, but anyway, good. so like I was, I'm so passionate about this stuff that I was willing to commute that, you know, three days a week, up yeah. and back, up and back. And that so, drive to LA is not as bad as everybody says. No, it's not. I'm I would there leave early time. in the morning or late at night, so I'd miss all the traffic. Because mm. I'd rather get up there five hours early and then just hang out at a Starbucks or something, or go see the sights. And you know, I just work on my writing. Like I had so much time to write. I gotta interject because this brings up a good topic. One thing I want to piggyback off that is the one of the reasons where I think Jack and I get along so well is because we've had so many of the same experiences, but in completely different mediums. Right. If that makes any sense. Cause I did the same thing. Like I've had to, I was in a band for a long, really long time. And then I, the band didn't work out and I was like, fuck it. I'm still going to do music. Right. There's no way I'm like, I'm already here. Let me figure it out. And I would, I went to Arizona and I would go out to Phoenix and oh, I would yeah. go out to all these crazy places, Nevada, and I would go out and play these shows. Um, I, there was a time where I was going up to LA very similar, like almost, you know, a couple times a week. Mm. Cause I, you know, didn't know anybody up there yet and stuff. This was a few years ago and I'd have to come back home that night, but I was just, it wasn't even like a, Oh no, I, I don't know if I can do it. It was just like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Cause, and that's, and I think, that's why we gel so well together because we've had we're very passionate about about what we do and we know we can do it and we know we're good at it and so we do it. Yeah, and why the fuck? Does it, you love yeah. something, do it like to the fullest. Don't let the right. separation of two hours or anything more than that. If you want to do something, do it's it. It's not that bad. I, it's my really big not. thing it's I always tell myself bad. is I don't want to end up being fifty and looking back and having that what if. Guys. Right? Oh my like, god! I'd rather, dude. If I if I end up forty and you know I have not made it successfully or even you know make a living as an actor or a writer or comedian or anything like that, there's a little mouse right there that ran behind your tackle box. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably mousey. mouse poop right there. I was wondering, but now it's confirmed. That's five. Um, I was gonna eat that. Um, My bad. I wasn't gonna eat that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. To anybody out there, like, I w- I would rather start, you know, some low level job and uh, be in a cubicle at the age of forty and know oh. that I had tried rather than you know not try and then end just, up regretting it after yeah, just being all an those angry years. Fuck. Um, Living in Detroit. Now, yeah. Hey, Detroit, there's good music out there. Just buy a gun before you go. Or actually, no, buy a gun when you get there. It's easier to get a gun there than it is in California. It is. Um, um, well, fuck it. I'll be traveling back and forth yeah, and shit because so I got cool. a lot of bands out here. That yeah. Like, you got to come back and, you know, do, we I, ha- we'll hang out. Um, what's it called? But so now I have a huge network up there. And so from that, I was able to start understanding kind of part of the film and TV industry. And yeah. I still don't fully understand it. But um, I started auditioning for things and then kind of getting told different classes. And when you're starting out, everybody has something to tell you and like say this is the way to do it or that's the way to do it. And I've, you know, I'm now starting to get more work and realizing like there's no really one way to do it. Um, Everybody kind of gets launched in a different way. But I actually found my current uh, non-union agent because I'm not union yet. Yeah. Um, I just saw a Craigslist posting. And I was like, well, this is Craigslist. I don't necessarily believe it, but (laughs) you never know if you don't go. For sure. And I have this new uh, thing. I turned 27 on March 13th, and I challenged myself for every day for the year, do one thing each day that you've never done before. Okay. And it doesn't have to be anything prolific. You know, one day I simply tried a sandwich from a shop I'd never been to versus emailing somebody on, you know, Craigslist that says they're a casting agent and stuff. 
Um, and I've done a lot of cool things, but we're not going to get into that right now with that, uh, you know, challenging myself every day. And so I just sent a picture of myself and a little resume that they asked for over. And immediately I got a message back saying, I don't understand your resume. You have training mixed in with your film stuff. And I responded. I was like, hey, you know what? You're right. And here's here's why I did that. A, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> B, I just wanted you to know that I'm trying to do stuff and I have you know experience. I just don't know where to go from here. And they're like, come into my office tomorrow at noon. Next right. day I went into the office at noon. We talked. Um... Her name is Cami Carpenter, Cami Carpenter, uh, with Hollywood Talent Associates. Um, but I and I, I, you know, didn't know if this was real or not. But she had all these headshots and professional stuff, and she was talking good talk, and I liked it. Um, what I was hearing, and she was explaining what I need to do and how I can go from where I am now to where I want to be. And I was like, awesome! You're answering questions I didn't even know I had and stuff. Um, but then I recognized a few faces and some of the headshots on her wall as people I knew. And then she said, so if you want to sign with me, you know, it's $500 up front. And red flags started going off right. in my head. And I was like, and it can't, if you're listening to this, I hope you don't mind that I'm giving you a shout out and telling the story because we just started working together like a month ago. <laughs> but um, so I was just like, you know, red flags, Craigslist, money up front. Yep. That seems like bad. Right. So the first thing I did when I left was I messaged uh, like the three or four people that I recognized on the wall. I was like, hey, here's what happened. Here's how I found it. Just want to know if it's real. All four of them had nothing but great things to say about her. And two of them are working at full-time working actors now. Oh. Uh, they're split their time between L.A. and San Diego. They're older and they have family and kids and stuff down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be moving up to L.A. once, you know, the money's right and stuff. But um, everybody had wonderful things to say about her. So next day, you know, sent her my credit card or PayPal money. And uh, yeah. now we've been working. And she just got me a, a small non-speaking role in a Netflix uh, show. I get to have a fight scene. I'm not going to name what it is because I honestly don't know if I'm allowed to or not. No, no, don't. Like I said, I'm learning all this stuff. So your initial question was, how does an actor get an agent? Craigslist. Craigslist, <laughs> networking, talk to people. Um, I have so many projects that I'm getting to work on. I have a few friends who are writers, one for Mad TV, uh, oh, right. one for a Nickelodeon show. Mad TV's still going? Uh, they just had like a f one season come back. I don't know if they got signed on for a second oh. season or not, but he was one of the writers. Uh, so now I have all these networks and stuff that I've yeah. met through comedy up there. They're helping me along on the writing side. Um, so a couple of them have offered to bring me into the writer's room, not necessarily as a job, but just to see how it works. And yeah. then I can start networking on their shows. Oh, yeah. Um, so how do you make it as an actor? Don't be a dick. Uh, don't be insane. Um, be Talk to everybody. Talk to anybody. Um, if you have something that you believe in, you can mention it and ask for, hey, can I just pick your brain? But don't say, hey, I've got this script I want to show you. Because right. then if they say, okay, let me see it. And you're like, well, I don't actually have it ready now. Then they're not going to want to talk to you again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just be, be a nice. Be an outgoing person. You know, Be friendly. Be encouraging. And be confident. Those are the three things that I, you know, not necessarily tell myself every day, but if you're confident, people will love you because nobody wants to be around a non-confident person. Yeah. If you're encouraging, people will love it because you're prompting them up and they'll encourage you back. And if you're friendly, people love, you know, to have more friends and to know friendly people. So they will be friendly to you and, you know, back. So oh, yeah. confidence, friendly, encouragement. That's really all you need besides obviously some talent and <laughs> Don't, you know, go into it expecting to make it big on your first try because I'm I've been, you know, acting since I was three and doing improv for 13 years now. That sounds about right. And now I'm just starting on the film stuff and I'm probably 10 years away from even feeling comfortable calling myself a working actor because I'm just right now trying to figure it all out. Yeah, man. It, that's uh, that's a great advice. 
Yeah, like what I've noticed with my very few interactions with actors, because I don't really spend a lot of time with actors. Uh, obviously, I spend a lot of time with musicians. Yeah. So like, there's a di- it's a different breed of person. But like, actors can be like, kind of, did you smell that? No, I kissed it. Oh. That smelled real good. Mm. Well, it's been on like seventy people's faces, so it's like it might smell bad. But, but what were you saying about actors? Well, I just like a lot of times you find actors um, putting on a front and a lot of them are insecure about like who they are. And it's almost like they're acting. Right. Exactly. They're putting <laughs> on this act and they're always just like, hi. And, and, but really, they're like these fragile little fucking, you know, wilting flowers. And people know that people you can always tell a fake person. Oh, right? yeah. And like, it's, it's just easy. like you're just like it radiates. And you it's know like really nice in real life. Who? Amy Schumer. Oh, nice. Yeah, Amy Schumer. I mean, is Amy Poehler. The um is the comedian. Yeah, I had to think about who it was. And, and like, and the reason I like it wasn't just to be random that I brought that up, but like she is. Huh, I don't know if I should say this, but she's like completely the opposite of what she puts on. But that's it what's so like cool. It. Have you read her book? I, I have not. I read. I'm her not book. really a fan, but oh, right on. Yeah, but I, I just I thought Amy she was. Schumer. I mean, I think she's funny. Like. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have said that. Like, if she's on, if she's on TV, I'll watch it. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not yeah. gonna kick her out of bed for eating chips. But, <laughs> you know, it's just, um, yeah, we, uh, I forget what hotel, but we were we we're at the same hotel, and then we were just hanging out, and she's just like, I hate when people say this, but I'm gonna say this because my mind's kind of dead right now. She was like completely a normal person. Well, that's she was not just, bad. It was weird because it was like, right. She was like, "Hey, what's up?" And you, you know what's hey. funny? I was just um, actually you. I think you know um, Tommy Lucero, right? Or at least know oh, of yeah. him. That Tommy, name's super familiar. Fucking stand up. He was on. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, on yeah, here yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, he was, on, he was yeah. on here, and then he was also just dropped in last time he was here. Him and this cat named Damian Mercado. I know Damian Mercado. Too. Yeah, yeah. So they both of us just sort of dropped in. Tommy just hit they me. They some stuff at the belly up. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. do, and like Damien has this awesome podcast, which is like, it's called Science Faction. If you guys are, I guess they have like a bunch of fans like in Lithuania or something. But like, it's an amazing podcast. Where is that where they make batteries? Yes, lith- lithium <laughs> batteries in Lithuania. Yes, wow. very good, very good. I mean, we we fucking are solving <laughs> issues right now. Um, so what are they making Chile? Uh, <laughs> batteries, <laughs> chained restaurants. <laughs> That was better. <laughs> Bad <Is> quesadillas. <laughs> Dude. What do they make in Greece? Uh, cars. <laughs> Bad Pixar movies. <laughs> what about Turkey? Um, uh, President Pardon's machines. I don't know. No, we lost so. it. It was fun. <laughs> the first two were funny, and then we took it on too long. Oh, fucking! Don't edit that out. It shows we're human. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I barely edit anything unless people are like, "Please, I, I shouldn't have said that about that person." Um, <laughs> when no. I say Amy Schumer, can you go like, "So yeah, I met." <laughs> um. So. I feel like we have one or two other things that we want to pitch, but I can't yeah, remember what well, they are. I know you said you had a game. Did you want to do the game right now? Yeah, we can do the. Well, the game is out. Um. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, like it's almost been like two hours. Did we can do. Minutes. I don't know how long. Or an hour and go. forty minutes. My bad. I do have a one question. Please. Just one, and I'll shut up. No, you don't have to. You can um, ask as many as you want. Are you a drummer? No. You're not a drummer. No. You're a bass player. Uh, yes. He slaps the bass. I play bass. I just wanted to jam with you. Oh, right on. I'd love to. Yeah, I, I play keys. Mostly I professionally play keys out, but I play bass and guitar with my wife. 
That's and, cool. And um, drum. I started on drums, but I, then you're like, nah. eh, I need to make more noise than just banging. And um, but no, the drums are awesome. I just I wish I could be better at them or cared to like put in more effort. But I mostly program beats and stuff, and then I make other people do the job for me. <laughs> it was like, okay, do this, what I just did on this computer. No, bowling pins. They make bowling <laughs> pins in Turkey. There you go. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> wow, that's a stretch for comedy, but I like it. Yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, <laughs> Dictatorships. I mean, I don't know if you does. have a strict cutoff at two hours. We could keep talking. No, no, I we don't. We started this really tired, but I think we found a little groove. I'm actually super hungry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I would actually like to end this. No, 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 no. no it's okay. It's actually, I have to get up. <laughs> We're gonna, you're going to go get food with us, right? Um, No, I already ate. I don't eat past oh. seven because I'm a fat fuck. And if I do Damn. that, I'm fucking, I'm giving in okay. to my fatness. And he's got to read Bishop a bedtime story. Okay. No, I actually have to get up at four in the morning and Whoa. drive to Sacramento because I- Yeah, I, he's I, going on tour. That's tour right. tomorrow. So I got fucking, so I do have to end it soon, but I don't have to end it right now. I'm fucking, I'm good to go. What's this game? What's this game we got going on? It's called How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist? You guys want to play the game? Let's uh, do it. Let's yeah. Do it. Okay. okay, so it's called How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist? It's kind of like the price is right, but you can go over, and it's whoever is closest. The price is wrong, And bitch. unfortunately, <laughs> I can't play with you guys because I picked out the, the... You're the host. Well, I, I can play if someone... Like, I have friends who will help like just oh, okay. like photoshop out the price and then i'll have like i can put them up here but i gotta do it on my phone because i didn't do that um so basically i just read an ad off of craigslist i show you guys the picture and you guys try to guess how much it is and then if you get dead on you can your prizes uh you can pick one of those pins off the wall over there oh, if you're on on the spot but uh if, if we're on point we get the knife uh no no the pin the Damn. pin no no knives, that's my. But um, if we're really gonna get the guitar, oh, you can't have my American Strat. <laughs> and yes, I had to put American Strat in front of it because I don't want nobody <laughs> fucking out there being. It like, ain't no German Strat. Fucking no Mexi melt up there. Um, all right, so the but basically it's whoever gets closest to the price, and uh, we're gonna go three out of five. And whoever loses has to wear the mask, and therefore the picture for the podcast Ooh. has to wear the mask. And then Brutal. we usually end it. So, it, but um, we'll see how okay. it goes. Let's, Let's uh, we'll start out with a, a San Diego Post. Okay. And uh, let's see. It's a vintage wooden wicker brass dry bar. Uh, let me see. Are you gonna uh, read the ad? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not all. Sometimes they're like drone on and on, like yeah. some fucking eighty-year-old. What's her name? Hooker. Um. Oh, her name. Oh, see, San Diego's fun. I mean, I know all cities are, but if it's from La Jolla, that's one price. If it's in Chula Vista, that's another. Right, price. right. Yeah, she no, might be really rich. This is just San Diego proper. San Diego proper. Because I do, I do name the neighborhoods. Oh, okay. Oh, she lives in Mission Hills. Yeah. Nice. Antique, vintage, very cool bar. Wicker front with brass handles. Nice wood frame. Dark mm. brand. Mm. Brown tan. Mm. Flip oh, top to. <laughs> Flip top to double serving area. Oh. Small hole in back so it can be used with electronics. Oh. <laughs> electronics. That's what Hell I use yeah. my small hole in back for. Uh, on wheels, but missing one wheel. Ooh. Some minor scratches. Nothing that can't be buffed out. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'm picturing a sorority girl like the way you read that. Okay, so um, I'll just show you guys this picture because... Okay. 
so like it folds out and becomes bigger. But so if you can imagine, I'll fold it up. That extends. Uh-huh. The <laughs> we'll give you my look. Well, it looks like that's you know a storage unit or something in back. So I imagine somebody's cleaning out their storage unit. Uh, do you want to guess first, Gabe? Hell no. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys can do rock paper scissors if you can't decide. And it's rock one, two, three, paper shoot. scissors. It's one two three. You shoot. win. Okay. All right. Jack won rock <laughs> over scissors. <laughs> All right. So you're going first or he's going first? He's going first. I go first. Okay. I'm going to guess. Let that bitch go first. 100 bucks. Okay. 100 bucks for game. How about you, sir? 110. Okay. Gangster. <laughs> Fucking cutthroat, baby. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. So we're doing best three out of five. So, <laughs> so which one's this? Who won this? Hold on. I'm going to. We're going to get there. Oh, oh, we don't get to know. Actual retail price on Craigslist $300. Woo! Dang it. Jack, Jack got one. So Jack is on the one. The thing looks like a piece of shit that's not $300. Right? It does. No one's going to pay $300 for I'm that. I'm not paying $300 for that. Bullshit. What was funny garbage. is I was looking up um, a room in LA on Craigslist when I, was, I just got back from LA today. And I was just curious, you know, what was out there for rental. And someone was like, three bedroom apartment, $500, but it's the small room. And so I click on it and I look at it. This fucker had a pillow and a blanket down on a cl- in a closet. Fuck yeah, he did. And he was charging $500 to sleep on the floor of his closet. That's good. Yeah. It's okay. It's he's okay. like, but this room gets hot great. when you close the door because there's no ventilation, so you might want a fan. And I was like, of course it gets hot. It's a fucking closet. Hey, you can borrow my fan. <laughs> fan. Fan. Okay, never mind. That just all sunk yeah. down. You guys can help yourself like, oh, if, you wanna, good, if you want to smoke. Um, but um, normally I would, but that's also something I'm cleansing from. I'm on Jenny. Craig I cut right that now. alcohol and coffee out and cocaine all at the same time. Cocaine. Um, I'm on. Jenny's gotta have right a vice. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody's gotta. You gotta let it out. Plus, if if the YMCA found out that I was still doing that, do they piss us? They did when you they, start working. They, they didn't. Use they stool to. test. They now. stool test. They, they, they test stools. They, can you please? Fact is, I, I wasn't lying. I won't be there long enough for any of it to matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Because you know why? Fuck the wives. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I, lo- I, I do love the wives. <laughs> so, Dude, kind of fuck the wives. Yeah. I know. For I, me I, personally. When I transferred over to, to this Y, like, I should have told him, I was like, hey, problems. listen, here's what's going on. This is what I do in my personal life. Like, I'm an actor, writer, comedian, blah, blah, blah. Right. These are days I can't work, never will be able to. And this is just a temporary thing for me until, you know, I start making money with my passion and chasing it down. So I was straightforward. I do that in my dating life too. Like if I go on a date with somebody, I tell them like, Hey, I'm not looking for something right now because I need to focus on my career and what I'm doing. If that's cool with you. Cool. If you're looking for more than that, then eh. I just want to fuck you. Yeah. Let's instead of D live, let's be DTF. Let's be D load. All of your (laughs) chests. All right. This one is going to be a good one. Um, it's, um, my favorite. One ever. That's not true. The Twilight Saga, complete series of books. I got this. Like new. Um, and it has been reduced. This is out of Los, oh, Portland, my bad. It's out of Portland. In Mount, Maine or Oregon? Um, Oregon. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's out of the neighborhood of Mount Tabor. Tabor. Ah, the Tabor region. <laughs> So email a contact number appreciated. We have the whole Twilight series. These are the like the whole you. thing. <laughs> Say it isn't true, Dad. So so you could give them as a gift. 
These are in excellent condition. So somebody you hate. Um, no, they're just... Okay, thanks for looking. We will delete the posting when books are sold. Okay. Duh. So <laughs> No, we were thinking we were going to keep it up for a little while. <laughs> we, and I mean... <laughs> how we make our friends. <laughs> other people who like Twilight books. So yep. here's the books so you guys can see what kind of oh, condition it is. Oh, four of them. Okay. I see some fraying around the edges. Yeah, right? I'm guessing... Okay, so I'm going to go first. You're going to go first? I was a loser in the last round. Sure, sure. Um... Let's say okay, so it's reduced. The, also, the books were probably I'm guessing th- between twenty and thirty dollars originally. This person sounds like this person sounds like an idiot. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go ahead and say reduced means uh, I'm going to forty bucks. I already had my number picked out, but now I'm gonna look like a jackass if I choose it. You might not. You don't know. Forty ten. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the meaning of life. Uh, that's a that's a reference Is to an 50? older book. What? Fifty was what I was gonna pick. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Do it. No. Do it. It's um, worked out for you before. Do it. I don't, I don't be mad. Yeah, you will. No, I'm not. All right. <laughs> Fifty. Hold on. I'll just Hold on. Grab him by the pussy. There we go. Grab him by the pussy. Grab. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Uh, let's see. Okay, so 50. Sorry, my bad. Just took right. a shit in my brain. Okay. Actual retail price. On Craigslist. $20. Oh! Yeah, it's, it's tied up. Nasty. Tied up. Tied up. At least they know the value of what they have, but I still wouldn't pay $20. $20? No, why would you? Wow, that's stupid. Okay, this is a... Uh, I haven't gone through a breakup recently. That's why I would have <laughs> I, I could imagine being, like, heartbroken, and then all of a sudden, like, I better read Twilight now. I've gotten some I feel push, like that's push. what you would buy to give somebody for a breakup. Be like, I'm breaking up with you. Here's Twilight. <laughs> this, is, this is so you can... Twilight's gotten me some puss-puss. Puss Puss, really? Oh, I've been late. Twi- Twilight like the as movie? Well, but I'm not so, like yeah. taking a girl well, to a movie? I, I don't know. I can tell you which one. I just right, mean, right. Like, just being being okay with it, being right. around has got me Puss Puss before. Sophomore year in college, if a girl said they wanted me to come over and watch Twilight, I knew I was getting laid. Yeah. I mean, like, why would like if if a girl wants to go see Twilight and you're trying to fuck her, like that you would be an idiot not to go and do like pretty much if you go against anything the chick says when you're trying to fuck her, like. I'm not trying to cock block myself. That's stupid. Exactly. Self block. (laughs) That is counterproductive. (laughs) Grip. Grab him by the pussy. I wouldn't do that, though. Come on, man. If our president could do it, then. But you do have my finishing move on here. As soon as I come. (laughs) That's actually his O face, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah, I want to put on the. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to put that on. Let me make a note. I'm going to put it. What is that echoing, echoing Oz? <laughs> you can just use that one. Chung Lee's. Okay. I just like. Get, okay, next, next. Yeah, next yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this a tiebreaker? No. It's three out of five. Three out of five. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, you're hungry. You're hungry. So we'll speed it up. 
No, modern so abstract. He's teasing me with food. Modern abstract paintings from San Francisco-based artists. <laughs> this is in South Beach. Fuck. I'm an artist from San Francisco. Oh damn it! <laughs> I already don't like you. I've been painting for over ten years. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. And selling my artwork locally as well as throughout the U.S. Dang it, About the paintings. Paintings are 100% original. Each painting is 36 by 48 inches. Okay, fuck that. <laughs> done done in acrylics on No, that's canvas. important. Don't skip that part. 36 by 46? Yes, you're right, actually. Each painting is 36 by 48. Okay. Okay. Canvas f- profile size side is 1.5 inches. I don't know what that means. Uh, done in acrylics on canvas. I use brushes, spatulas, and other tools. <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of I the paintings... I dip my dick in it. <laughs> Most of the paintings have a lot of texture. These paintings were worked on for months, layer after layer. Uh, <laughs> they can be hung vertically or horizontally. Damn. I will they go s- both ways. <laughs> I will sign the painting in any corner for you. What? Does it cost That's less? not a real. Will You're they charge less if they up. don't sign it? They're making stuff up. <laughs> Craig's. Craig Where do you was, find this stuff? I'm San Francisco. No way. You're uh, a legend. I mean, come on, man. San Francisco is full of fucking, like. Fart sniffers. <laughs> All right. Um, Craig's South Park. L- there you go. Um, Craigslist alters image quality, and these pictures barely come close to getting Dang. a feel of how the this paintings look in person. If you would like to see higher quality image images, feel free to ask me, and I will email to you. Oh, this this oh. is going to be a high thing they're asking for. All this effort they I put al- into this pose. I also do custom abstract artwork on canvases of any size. What does custom abstract art mean? Well, you're about to see, goddammit. <laughs> I want four dots in a <laughs> painting. Make <laughs> that for me. So here you go. This is what they're trying to sell. Okay. I got this. I got this. Okay. I'm going to win this one. It's like motel art. <laughs> this person's probably really nice, and I'm just being an asshole to well, him. No, and plus, obviously, I was reading that like yeah. a fucking prick. It's <laughs> comedy, guys. Relax. <laughs> yeah, let's not get too angry. All right, so... Um, I actually want to buy that painting. I'm not joking. Oh, okay. Uh, Send me that you link. lost... Jack, so why don't you try okay. going first? Um, 36 by 48, inch and a half, canvas spatulas. Uh, they do custom work. They're willing to sign it. They put a lot of effort into that Craigslist Months. post. Layer by layer. Yeah, all of it. Um, I am getting... And so do they have one price across the board for their paintings? Well, like, just, we just for this one. This just, is just oh, for that this specific one. Specific one. Okay. Uh, that one looked like a vertical horizon. Um and it was blue and yellow. Kind of reminded me of the Chargers before they abandoned us. Um, boo. 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 Yeah. Thank you, audience. Um, I am going to guess this person valued that painting at $180. Gabe? $180. I said that. Dang. Okay. Um I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say 300. Ooh, I thought you were going to go lower. Actual retail price. $500. Yes! This person is clearly a fart sniffer. 
So, Gabe up. So, Gabe, you could potentially take this. Oh, shit. This I'm going to have to wear the mask. They're not going to see my face. I'm going to take it. Uh, let me see. All right. This one's a little bit more of a conventional one out of Los Angeles, California. All right. Um, no neighborhood. Oh, Long Beach. Right? Yeah, I guess. Long yeah. Beach. So, this is out of Long Beach. So, that's not technically out of Los Angeles. Um, LBC. Okay. So, this is a quick and easy one. This is a Wayne 70 gas pump. Um, Wayne 70 gas pump, pretty straight. $5. So there's not much to look at, but it's under antiques. So this is what it is. Ooh. It's like an old school gas pump. A mobile regular. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's see. You lost again. So. I did lose again. All right. Uh, for all the for all the Kentucky cheese in America, uh, I'm going to go back to 110. <laughs> that one helped me win the first time. Okay. So it's um, it's on you, Gabe. This what's the price of it? What's what he said? One hundred and ten dollars, Gabe. What what's what's the price on the? What's it say on there? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell me? <laughs> hey, oh. Um, okay, I think it's uh. <clears throat> okay, I think it's. Two hundred bucks. Oh. <laughs> Actual retail price on Craigslist, possibly for the glory of winning. Actual retail price. Twelve hundred dollars. Gabe. Gabe Jesus Christ. Gabe wins. Well done. So who's this a mask of? Well, I'm kind of. He's trying to sue me, so I can't really go into it too okay. much. But his name is Joe, and he blows. Joe blow. Um, but yeah, I, he wants to sue me for using his image because I, I put these up on YouTube after. Well, I haven't put any of the Facebook Live ones on YouTube, but. I have some initial. We started as a YouTube podcast, and then I switched over to iTunes, which is way cooler. Yes, that is a, a clearer picture of Joe over there. He's um, proudly hung. Does he work around here? No, he actually is. He's in the other side of the country. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he used to be around here, but he burned all his bridges and he fucked over some people. So. So we can talk shit on him. We can talk shit. On him. I don't give a fuck. I mean, like he's an asshole, and he's trying to—he he's threatening litigation. It's like, dude, I don't know you, Joe, so don't take this personal. But somebody whose company I enjoy doesn't like you, so <laughs> transitive property of not liking you. It's all—it's all good. I mean, Joe is Joe. Um, whatever. We used to be cool. Not anymore. Every I mean, once you start threatening somebody with litigation, you're just not cool with them anymore, right? Probably not. <laughs> Have you watched Iron Fist? I have. I've gotten all the way through. So the, good, dude. dude Anytime I, you use a four-syllable word, like it's just mad, like litigation and stuff. <laughs> well, he fucking. I got all the way through Iron Fist, all the way to the last episode, and I just haven't found the energy to watch it. It's I'm I'm. It's just I'm having the hard time getting past the White Ninja. I it's like fucking. But that's the story. I had a, though. I, that is the story. <laughs> Here's the, the story, thing. Though. If we're gonna talk this. Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. 
I like those. I, I like those. I felt all of them could have either been done in one series or they should have, instead of 13 episodes, done it in like seven episodes. Yeah. Because I really wanted to like, and I actually was talking to Gabe constantly while I was watching Iron Fist, and I started out really liking it, and then by the end of episode 13, I finished it because I was committed, and I want to right. know the universe and everything because I never read those books. Yeah. But it just almost became a chore. That was like the new season of Arrow. It was a chore to watch. <laughs> like, I watch them because I love Marvel. Well, these Marvel DC, and DC. Yeah. yeah, like, but it just got, it, it got hard to watch. And, like, Daredevil was awesome. Daredevil season yeah, two was Daredevil awesome. Daredevil was tight. And I like Luke Cage. And I like Jessica Jones. I liked all they, of those. They, all three. And that's why I went Iron Fist. Yeah. But it just felt it like just, they could have, I don't know, they could have made it shorter. Oh, yeah, you got to put on that mask. Uh, at, as now? Starting yeah. now? Yeah, we're going to take a picture. Okay. Yay. Holy shit, I got to shave. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I look like shit. When you have fucking... This mask a, does smell. <laughs> well, you're supposed to keep it on until the end of the show, but if you, pl- if you guys want to keep going, we can keep I going. I have it on. Everybody <laughs> just know that. Did you just fart, or you just don't want to smell that? Oh, that thing's Does it stink? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna let we're gonna let this one slide only because it stinks. You know, what? I'll clean it. It's never, been seven. Oh, it's, it's never been clean. It's been like seventy shows. After seventy-one, you clean it every seventy-one episodes. Uh, actually, listen, this is like seventy-seven. Actually, I got so many in the backlog. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, no, I I liked. I like Jessica Jones, but like the Iron Fist, like it, you know, I got through the thirteenth episode. I couldn't finish it, but it was good enough for me to keep watching. It's like shows like, what's that one where they're like building the railroad? Oh, um, Hell on oh, Wheels. Hell on Wheels. That Loved show. That show. The show is good, <laughs> but again, for me, it was it just did, good enough for me to keep watching. Yeah, and it then did just, drag on in certain areas. And then I just started like, Ugh. I like the bear guy who thinks he's a bear. He's funny. Is it the gay guy? The black guy. The Common? Bear. Yeah. He's funny. He's good. I saw I'm Common. Uh, I, I, I did a double feature yesterday in L.A. because I had time to kill. So I saw Great Wall with Matt Damon. Oh. And then uh, right after it, I saw John Wick 2. And Common and Keanu West. Keanu, Keanu, yeah, Keanu West. Keanu West. Ugh. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. I don't know. what Keanu West must be the love child of Kanye and Keanu. Yes. But uh, yeah. they had this fight scene that was phenomenal. John Wick. Have you seen John Wick? I'm um, no, but I heard it's actually pretty awesome, dude. John Wick is the shit. Like, and then number two, John Wick Chapter Two was a terrific follow up. Like, if that's the way action films are going, please keep it going because those two, and then the remake to, uh, oh god, uh, no, <laughs> um, it starred Tom Hardy, Wasteland of Australia, post apocalyptic, um. Mad, Mad Max. Max, thank you. Yes, that was amazing. That was like one nonstop action scene. That was amazing. That's what John Wick one and two were, and Chapter two for John Wick took up right where Chapter one left off, cool. and then they left it open for Chapter three, and they've created this wonderful universe, but just nonstop action and violence. Common was the lead into that. I found a Las Vegas, or Los Angeles uh, movie theater Tuesdays and Sundays. It's only a dollar seventy five to see a what movie. The it's the Regency in uh, North Hollywood. And their regular price is like three, so super legit. That's two. Um, but yeah, watch John Wick. <laughs> but watch John Wick. You fucking. Uh, did you guys see Logan yet? I haven't seen Logan. Yet. I loved Logan. I heard it was amazing, but 
It, and it's not like the other ones where it's like more of a story based and it was definitely a one off. Um, and it, you know, at the end, I don't want to yeah, spoil it because some dies. people have seen it. Yeah, oh, I'm but sorry. I don't know. Spoiler. Whatever. Fuck it. They already know. If you know anything, you know how it's going to go. Right. There's a scene at the end where like I just completely felt like I lost a friend. And there's this moving moment that I'm not going to tell you okay. uh, where Logan's daughter um, just it's a very little thing she does. But you just see it and it's just phenomenal. She it's like the off. last scene. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Gabe likes to make jokes like that. He's read every comic book ever. Uh, but Logan was great. Great Wall, the Matt Damon one where it was filmed in China. Uh, he had a weird accent. but South African? wasn't South yeah, it African. Was Chinese. He's Chinese. Uh, no, he played like a British dude or something. Mm. But like, it's his ancient, ancient times. Um, but it was a really fun movie. It was beautiful. The costumes and the pageantry yeah, in it yeah. were just phenomenal. The fight scenes were fun. Was that good? The CGI was good. Yeah, I don't. I haven't read anything about it online in terms of if people. I haven't even it heard of it. Oh, it, I loved it. It was a great. Wall. It like China spent like two hundred million dollars or something making this, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed the film. So. It's not like a documentary. It's a no. Little, little yeah, it's uh, it, there's this legend about like why. The Great Wall was built, and it's based off that legend. Apparently, and you need some white guy to tell the story. Well, uh, within the legend, like a traveler from England or something God comes. Damn it! And uh, like he's looking for black powder. And I only know this legend because I saw <laughs> the movie, all? so I don't know what the right legend yeah. is. But no, within it, it this um, this uh, a- astronaut, this asteroid comes to Earth and hits a mountain and busts a giant hole in it, and these creatures pop out. And every 60 years, the creatures down. come and they feed on anything and everything. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So it's a science fiction movie? Um, not really. Because it's not like aliens. It was just the asteroid busted the mountain over. I, I guess it's sci-fi, but it's like historical sci-fi. There's no like laser beams or aliens and stuff. Right, right. But I mean, I mean like... Fucking Walking Dead, wouldn't that be considered like science fiction? I guess you, I guess you're right. No, yeah. I guess not because I don't know. science, right? It's, it's more science. fantasy, fantasy. Than anything, but it's like a legend. And so then they built this wall to keep the creatures from getting into the mainland. Not the Mongols, and well, those too. But the, yeah. these in this specific because the, the wall is 5,500 miles long, and it took over 1,700 years to build. Jesus so this Jesus. specific part of the wall was built to keep these creatures from getting into the capital yeah. because if they fed, they'd get stronger and build, and then they could you know fan out to the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, but if you like badass fighting scenes against okay. big monsters like, <laughs> and then beautiful pageantry, and not a bad plot either. Nice. I enjoyed it. But John Wick 2 definitely stole the show. Yeah, that's what like I remember I saw like something online where uh, Keanu Reeves is like shooting fucking rounds off yep. and shit. He's doing like going through target pirates. That alone kind of got me a little hard, just like seeing him do that. Like, oh well. And plus, like, I've been hearing John Wick. The first one was tight as fuck. Anyway, such a good film. It's just like I I always hate those movies that like have the main character's name. Like, like, what's that one that fucking Tom Cruise did? Like, Jack Handy or whatever. Oh, Jack Reacher? Jack Reacher. Like, I Jack hate Handy. the... Jack Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I fucking hate that movie just because of the name. <laughs> like, Jack See, Reacher. I'm a cinephile, so I love most movies. Which is I, cool. I didn't mind those. Which is, which is fine. It's it's just hard for me to get through something I know is going to be like... John Wick will like, literally have you going, Ooh, ah, ha, 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 the whole time. 
See, I like that. I like that once in a while. I mean, like, and, I mean, like, you can't just sit around and watch fucking art films all the fucking time, and you know, all this, this is like, not an art. Well, there is an art to his killing, like the way he does well, it. Well, I mean, like, it's all art. Like, even fucking, even Michael Bay blowing shit up is saw, like, there's art to that. Yeah. There's I still saw, like when he blew up that mansion in Bad Boys Two. Like, he blew up a real fucking mansion. <laughs> Did he really? Oh yeah, that's real. Like they had one shot to get it. They blew up a real mansion. But like, what's nice. it called? Somebody on, uh, I love Reddit. And uh, I saw on there somebody made like an infographic yeah. of bullets fired to bad guys killed, and they did a bunch of movies. And you know, like in Bad Boys, it was like five thousand rounds to twenty bad guys. Yeah. And then, and I don't remember all the movies that were in it, but then like I don't know, in Saving Private Ryan, they had a number, and da, 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 da. and then it got to John Wick, and it was like thirty six rounds fired, thirty five guys killed, <laughs> <laughs> because all of his shots like aren't wasted, like. He may put two shots in a guy, but it's like heart head, heart head, like yeah, that, like and um. Not he's not like he doesn't have like superpowers or anything, no. right? He's just like a cop. He, they, no, he's not a cop. Uh, he. It, you gotta it, watch it. You gotta watch it. Okay, yeah. fine. But fair, like, fair enough. they create this whole world. Is it on Netflix yet or HBO it. or anything? It's, it's worth not I think knowing. It's on like, Amazon that's a, Prime. That's a movie where like the less you know about it, the more you're gonna enjoy. That's it. a great point. Thank you for stopping me from saying yeah. anything. All you need to know, you know, just watch it. God damn it. You're going to watch it, and then you're going to Facebook message me, and you're going to be like, God damn you were right. <laughs> I'll be like, Bishop just pissed himself. You were right, though. <laughs> just go ahead and take care I of it. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of fucks and shits. There's some. There's no sex scenes or anything. Yeah. It's just nonstop fighting. Yeah. And um, Oh, no. I was talking. I didn't mean I was gonna take my son to see the movie. Oh, okay. I, meant, I meant like I'm gonna drop him off to you. And oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, that was just that <laughs> I misunderstood. Was, that's okay because it was but poorly delivered. I, I can definitely see it like when he's maybe like 15 or something. You're gonna sit him down, and be like, "Son, you need to watch this movie." Yeah, me and you, boy. Especially you going to Detroit. This movie will help uh, set you up and feel God, badass. Every time I fucking even hear it, like me going to Detroit, just fucking sounds terrible. But you know what? What's up? I'm, I'm gonna do it You're gonna do it I'm gonna do it Cause that's what I gotta do At this point in my life I guess You're gonna be a landowner I am I'm gonna own a house With a kid in it That's so weird You could probably own a city block With how cheap shit is out there right now Like we literally got pre-approved For a loan out there To buy like a house And would have enough money To buy like a building Like a fucking Like a, like, like a warehouse building You would see like downtown do Or something well, my wife, she wants to start like, uh, she wants to, co- she keeps calling it a commune, but she, then she wants to call it like a music institute. So, like, I don't know how it's going to work, but she wants to do like, we'll come visit and then we'll make it super yeah, awesome. Fuck it. Well, I'm a, I want, that's the An plan. An institute for gifted children. <laughs> Are you guys the X Men? <laughs> yes. And then, uh, well, she also wants to make it like, uh, uh, like do like urban farming because urban farming is huge in Detroit right now. Okay. Um, and then, like, sort of have an urban farming, so you're teaching kids how to to um, till the earth, you know, because I know how to grow stuff, so I'm pretty decent at it. Um, and then uh, she wants to cook it on site, so teaching kids how to cook and, like, kind of making it into, like, this place where people just want to go and be. Also and learn music. And buying a whole big building let you accommodate more people? Like third floor gardening, second floor cooking, fourth floor music, well, fifth floor that's, rager. That's, <laughs> well, that's yeah, and then you could actually turn it into a venue as well. You could have it as like because um, I think School Rock, the San Diego School Rock, I think they actually do like shows within the building where they teach kids. Huh. But 
It would be cool. It would be cool, and it could be like a like a, a venue where people could come and do. You made it, me think of the movie School of Rock. Yeah, well, you know what the biggest problem with that movie was? The Jack Black is not. No, that mm-hmm. they they were able to get a sold out crowd to a high school battle of the bands in the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, like nobody has a life or a job. Yeah. yeah. And everybody, like all these random people want to go see a high school battle of the bands. There's there's a, there's a couple dead notes on that once you get up to the uh, like 12th or 14th fret. You guys should shred. I'll just be on the mic and you guys <laughs> should just play right now. It's... <laughs> such I'm, a polite no <laughs> no well i mean like i just i don't i don't have the energy to do fucking barely anything but talk i don't on know how i'm still alive i'm seriously i know like, okay why don't we wrap bitching. up guys why don't we, we have been up? at this for almost two <laughs> and a half hold hours on. i didn't go to i'm not i'm not bitching i'm just saying like i'm like actually amazed no no well you're fun. doing good i mean you're working on like, beer and fat, water so. i'm just like whoa and you're shredding like, yeah, I'm trying to keep my mind busy so I'm not thinking about... Hold on, we're going to do a photo for our page now, too. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Gabe. Alright. We're going to have to move for this. Okay. Let's get on the bench real quick. Okay. We're going to go take a picture. We'll be right back. Where can... Where can people find your guys' music? Where can people find you guys next? Where, right. where are you performing next? Let's let's get um, it out there. Twitter right. handles. Let's yeah. Um, music. Uh, we well our whole our website is dlodworld.com, dlodworld.com, and that leads to our music. That leads to our event pages and everything. For other than that, digital lizards of doom, pretty much everything. Yeah, Instagram, digital lizards of doom across the ba- the world or across everything. Um, that's yeah. Gabe's Instagram is digital lizards of doom. He's uh, Spickles Magnifico on Facebook. Uh, I'll let him figure out how to spell that for you. Mine, uh, because I got to do the whole acting comedy brand thing. Mine is just the Jack Grub, T H E, the Jack Grub, J A C K G R U B B across the board. That's Instagram and Twitter. Facebook's just Jack Grub, obviously. Um, and then if you want to follow my Jesus account, it's at the Jesus H Christ. Um, and yeah, it's just comedy. Uh, I went to Roman Catholic school for eight years, so I know how to stay within the bounds of funny Me but too. nice. But I don't have those kind of boundaries. <laughs> That's fine. I turned on my shit. I don't either. I wore I wore that at Mardi Gras for a bachelor party this year in New Orleans. Nice. And people thought I was gonna get killed because that's like Bible Belt. Oh yeah. Everybody fucking loved yeah, it. Yeah. Fucking. I got free beers left and right. I was dancing on Chainum Tatum's balcony for it. Like it was fun. <laughs> What's you were up? Magic Mike? Ah, yeah. That was bad. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm going off you. We so. are all tired. If anybody's still listening at that point, you're a trooper. Um, you, you know what? For the longest time, I had people. Most of my people were like overseas, but like now, fucking United States has been fucking the top listening. So I don't know what you that has to do with anything. We Jesus speak English good. Christ. Um, things we have coming up. Uh, yeah, we don't have do any. It. Well, I all right. Uh, May Mar- 26th at the Moreau. Which um, I, I'm bummed I can't go because I'll be in fucking Monterey. Belly up, uh, June 28th. Yeah, uh, we'll be there. Uh, hold on, hold on. The last weekend of every month we'll be at the Murrow through Comic Con, and then we're doing a giant Comic Con party there. What? Um, and we'll actually be playing at that one. Uh, but we have a bunch of our friends from the label playing at the other ones. Uh, you can catch me if you want to come see some improv. Uh, pretty much every Friday or Saturday night at Old Town Improv at 7:15 and 9:30. Um. 
I'm in most of the shows. If you want to catch tonight in San Diego, we're on a break until the end of the month, but then uh, we film downtown at the Joffrey Theater at the Spreckles Theater every Monday. Doors open at 7.30. Show starts at 8. It's like 5 bucks too, right? Uh, 7 bucks, but yeah, seven bucks. super cheap. Yeah, and if I know you and you're cool, I'll just get you free tickets. Nice. Yeah. Um, do we have anything else we need to pitch, Gabe? Uh, I don't think so, man. I think that's it. Okay. If you want to drop your kids off at the YMCA, um, (laughs) I work mornings Monday through Friday, and I'll be there for maybe another month. Maybe. I got some. So if you go to dladworld.com and enter your email address. Oh, yeah. You will get a free song right now. Oh, yeah. So do that. Hadouken! (laughs) Uh, You can catch Gabe at Villainous Lair. And keep an eye out for D-Lod Tales. D-Lod Tales on the internet. Come in. Hopefully by the end of the summer. Uh, it takes a lot to get a, a web series off the ground. Dude, I mean, it, it, um, I have a filmmaker buddy in Long Beach. And fucking, he was just, like, he was on here telling me, like, the shit that he has to fucking, don't worry about that. He's just, like, he wrote the jackrub.com. I actually do own the jackrub.com, but there's nothing on it yet. Always, and so that's not right? Uh, no, the, the Jack Grub is my Instagram and Twitter. Oh, Jack Grub on Facebook. <laughs> I do own the jackgrub.com. But I haven't done anything with it yet. You should just put links to your um, to your social media. Yeah, I just need time to sit down and learn how to program. <laughs> what What are you using? Uh, a computer. We'll have this conversation after the, the show. Okay. I got you, Dale. Cool. Hey, gang. Mikey P here. I'm just jumping in for one quick second because we never did a breakaway or a cutaway to the song that we were talking about, which is called. I don't know how to dance, so let's do that now. So this is Digital Desert, <laughs> Digital Lizards of Doom, off their EP Dizzy Echo Makeover. I think that's how you say it. Sorry if I'm ruining it, guys. Uh, this is called I don't know how to dance, and then we're gonna end the show.
coming out it's gonna be very masturbatory for myself all right folks take care of fellow human beings hj's for everybody <laughs> and thank you guys for coming on i appreciate it thank you so much for having us man, oh, man it's great you gotta come on our podcast next i'm down let's do it i, I leave july 1st so sometimes what's your podcast what's our podcast for <laughs> that one you're starting right now. Uh, apparently, we can't talk about it yet. Didn't, we just, didn't you just take over one? Oh, it did. Uh, guitars and beer. Guitars and beer? Yeah, yeah. I'll put that in the show notes. Guitars and beer. Guitars and beer. I say us as the royal us. Like, yeah. I have to hold it down. The group does. I just say us. <laughs> if if I promote for them, like it helps me. So you know. I understand. You just got a text from undo typing. Gotcha. Again.